Hey, deserving listeners, today's episode is a continuation of the second campaign in which we are playing Dungeons & Dragons on the Psychology in Seattle podcast. This episode, if you didn't listen to the first one, you're probably okay, actually. You could probably just start here, but I recommend listening to episode number one. This is going to be episode number two. This uh, D&D series, Dungeons & Dragons series, is a effort to demonstrate for people how you can use Dungeons & Dragons in a way to help people in therapy, at school, at home, to improve their uh, social skills, to improve their self-esteem, to improve their bonding with other people, to explore their own identities. So, uh, what, And what we're doing here is we're having Adam Johns and Adam Davis from game to grow who are experts in this type of work. Adam Davis, can you give us the rundown on game to grow Yes. Uh, Game to Grow is a 501c3 nonprofit organization based in the greater Seattle area. Uh, What we're most well known for is our Dungeons and Dragons based therapeutic social skills groups for kids and teens. So we serve uh, almost 80 kids every week in therapeutic social skills groups using Dungeons and Dragons where our game masters have some degree of therapy training where we're using the game. The in-game scenario is really targeted to build real-world areas of social growth. So we have many of our players come to us with some degree of social isolation or, or lagging social skills and we can use the game to help them become more confident, more capable, and more socially capable. And where should they go to find you? Uh, they can find out more information about, that, about us at gametogrow.org. So it's been uh, wonderful to see Adam and Adam grow their model here. Uh, They were students in my program many years ago, and they graduated, and they started doing Dungeons & Dragons uh, therapy groups that they ran for themselves. And it just started with five to ten young adults and teenagers. And then they developed their own nonprofit, and they asked me to be on the board and it's now grown into several employees, 80 different people being treated at any given time. They're known around the world when they go to PAX or Comic-Con or any other convention. They walk down the aisle and everyone, hey, those are the Game to Grow guys. So they, it's just been amazing to see two entrepreneurs who aren't trying to ruin the world through pollution and exploitation. They're actually trying to make the world a better place by utilizing something that I grew up loving and continue to love, which is the game of Dungeons and Dragons. Adam Johns is our dungeon master, so why don't you get us started, Johns? Yeah. Um, I like to say that we are polluting the world with goodness. That's how we're adding. Um, All right, let's get get our game on the road. As we always do, we will start off with a check-in question for everybody uh, that extends as well to your characters as a chance to get to know these new characters just a little bit more. So uh, I'm going to pose to you the check-in question of what is your favorite food to cook or to make? Um, So we talked, I think, before about what your favorite food is to eat. Um, but in this case, I'd like to know what you like to make uh, as far as food. And the same thing for your characters. Um, and this is maybe an interesting opportunity to th- also think about, like, uh, your character's fa- favorite food might be instant macaroni because they don't make any food because they, they live in a city and they don't, they don't ever cook for themselves. Or, or um, their favorite food is maybe raw uh, uh, bird that they killed while they were out in the forest. Uh, all those are maybe, maybe opportunities to, to think about that. 
Um, well, so would you uh, introduce yeah. uh, today, uh, go ahead and obviously introduce yourself, talk about your answer to the second question. When you introduce your character, let's remind the, the audience the name of your character and just a, a quick you know, one sentence about who your character is as well so we can get back into the, into the nature of remembering who everybody is playing. Okay, well, I'll go. So I don't cook at all, really, but I do make Span Musubi, so, and I like making it. And it, it's a, a Japanese-American thing that you make at special occasions. You could make it anytime and eat it anytime, but it is something that generally people have at special occasions, Fourth of July, New Year's, Christmas, this kind of thing, Thanksgiving. And I make a special kind of it that is a variation. But anyway, I like making it. My character, his name is Blazonar Dardragon. He is a lightfoot halfling. Think of kind of a thin hobbit, if you will. And he goes by Uncle Blaze. And he is older. He's an older fella. And he is essentially like the godfather, if you will, and into shady business. But he's not evil. He's, he's not a bad person. He's, he likes to think of himself as a legit businessman who likes to garner or utilize loyalty among his people. Anyway, for him, he grew up or lived his entire life in Feather Falls, which is a small agriculture town, and he would be very into things like you know, meat and potatoes kind of stuff. It's not a fancy city that would have lots of exotic foods. So for him, it's mutton, potatoes, and uh, uh, what would be the spinach? <laughs> spinach, mutton, and potatoes with butter and um, that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He's the, he is the almost meat and potatoes of <laughs> meat and potatoes uh, of enjoying of enjoying food. Uh, I can go next. Um, so let's see. My uh, this is Umberto, by the way, for all you listeners out there. My favorite food is uh, oh, sorry, I was almost going to say my character's favorite food. My favorite food is shakies. What I mean by this are uh, there's lots of foods that I enjoy, but I make myself these shakes that have fruit and banana which i guess is a kind of fruit and avocado which might be a kind of fruit <laughs> and it's got flaxseed and fish oil and protein powder vegan and it's got like this amla powder which is another kind of fruit powder um and it's got um uh, nutritional yeast and a little bit of uh blackstrap molasses unsulfured um and it all gets blended up with maybe a little ice if it wasn't icy fruit to begin with, into this beautiful frothy thing. I add water, of course. And it's cold and it's tall and it takes me like an hour to drink. Oh, and I, I add fiber too. Let's not forget the fiber. And wheatgrass. <laughs> so, you know, it's like this crazy concoction. It's a full meal. It's filling, super healthy. Ah, can't get enough of it. I mean, from the description, I'm, I'm assuming it's great, but from the description, <laughs> it sounds like taking a, a glass and dipping it into a swamp. And just... <laughs> Is that Freedom what the coloring swamp. looks like? Because yes, that's what I yes. imagine the coloring yes. looks a lot like. There's a special coloring whenever I use purple fruits plus my greens, because <laughs> that turns out brown. That's, that's pretty swamp. Yeah. swamp brown water and looking. thick. <laughs> Yeah, and like mushy ah. and fibrous. Mm. Fibrous. <laughs> fibrous. <sighs> it comes out the same way. 
<laughs> I like <laughs> I like that fibrous is fibrous uh, something good for you, but fibrous is a term we use to describe stuff not usually in like yeah. a great way. It does taste good, I promise, but yeah, it's I can understand the hesitation. <laughs> Anyways, uh my character, his name is Ulian. He's a male Vidalkin character, uh who's a uh kind of this tall skinny tall blue skinned half aquatic creature meaning they can like breathe underwater for a while and they come they, their descendants are from uh, or their their ancestors are from the water and he's a wizard uh, these creatures are usually very intelligent and stuff like that and he's very knowledgeable he loves knowledge that he he actually loves it to a fault uh, and he is very good at magic some say he's the most gifted wizard of his age <laughs> just kidding i don't think anyone said that but he's very uh interested in becoming the best wizard he can uh and his favorite food is raw eel with something called citrica which is like a citrus type of fruit i, I suppose and spice uh and spice in their case i don't think it's spicy like like hot sauce i think it's um just really rich uh, probably sea, seafood-based uh, spices. Um, so, yeah. And he likes it. The, the, the slicker and slimier the eel, the better. No fiber. Just you said it was called slightest. citrica? Citrica is the name of the... Uh, uh, it must be some type of fruit. I like it. Yeah, that's great. The slimier and the better. Yeah, he likes it raw, slimy, maybe twitchy. <laughs> he might eat it. Alive sometimes. Who knows? Yum. Give it to mm. me raw <laughs> and wriggling. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually, this is Adam Davis. I really like cooking a lot. It's something that I, I, at one point in my life, I wanted to grow up to be a chef. So I really like cooking a lot. I'm um, going to answer for this, though, not something that I historically cook a lot, but something that I've recently discovered is easy and fun and delicious, and that is flour tortillas. Oh. I'm from South Texas, and I have been living in Washington since 2003, and I have been lamenting the fact that you can't get good actual flour tortillas um, oh. outside of the place that I grew up in the dusty Mexican borderlands. And so I have been just lamenting this for, for almost 20 years, and I recently discovered that it's actually not that hard to make a really good flour tortilla. So I've been looking oh. for every excuse I can possibly make to make more flour tortillas now that I'm at home with uh, a surplus of flour and bacon <laughs> fat. <laughs> sounds awesome. You make it with bacon fat in it? Yeah, I got I, I say bacon fat like I was trained to do by people who were, you know, surviving the depression. Um, so I have all this bacon fat because I always save my bacon fat, but don't ever really do much with it. So I have like a jar of bacon fat in my fridge, and now I have an excuse <laughs> to use a quarter of a cup of it at one time to make a batch of flour tortillas. Oh, man. How close were you to our El, El Paso? Not close at all. Texas is gigantic. Yeah. <laughs> so I was also on the border, but like a solid, I don't know. Was it e drive away. east or west from El Paso? Twelve hours. South. I was in the Rio Grande Valley in Harlingen, Texas. Oh. I lived in San Antonio for many years as well, but Harlingen is where the, the best tamales and flour tortillas are. Mm. I went on a road trip through that part, the national park there. What's the big national park? Uh, uh, big Bend. Big Bend, El Paso, Juarez. And there's this one part, maybe, maybe you had experiences like this, Davis, is... 
there, at least back then, there was this little dirt road you could walk down, and this guy in a boat, a Mexican guy, would just let you go across the border for a dollar. And, and, <laughs> and, and you think Rio Grande, and if you've never been to the Rio Grande, it sounds like a giant river. It's this tiny little river. You would never parts, think. Parts of it are big. <laughs> parts of it are big. It depends big, on but, where you are. <laughs> but you could wade across it in certain yeah. areas. And this guy would just, you know, take you across this tiny little boat for a dollar. And then <laughs> we'd go to this little town on the Mexican side. And then we'd take him. And so, you know, no passport, no uh, yeah. no checkpoint, just just. I never across. did that. I never did that. We used, I used to live so close to the border, though, that we could drive across the border in half an hour. <clears> so we'd go over for dinner. You know, before the border security was what it, it was after 9-11, we could just go over for dinner. So I would do that a couple times a week. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if that world. guy is still there. I'm guessing he's not. <laughs> Probably know. not. Probably not. What's your character going to eat? Uh, my character's name is Gerkas, and his favorite thing to eat uh, in the monastery is pulpo. He likes to eat um, octopus. Ooh, octopus. Oh, we might have a little little bit in common here. I think we do. Um, it's a, it's um, a traditional dish um, served on a, a sort of like a small cast iron skillet. It's, it's a, like blackened. And it's got uh, sort of a. Uh, it's not once again. It's sort of sort of to, to um, echo what you were saying. It's not uh, spicy, but it is like almost like an achiote kind of flavor. So it's kind of mm. uh, earthy and red, like a saffron. I want to commend that you actually got a haircut because your <laughs> oh, your, yeah. your coronavirus hair was impressive last. Yeah, it was yeah. amazing. It, it's very it very much grows out and yeah gra- the final mm-hmm. fantasy hair gravity yeah. has has nothing on davis's <laughs> hair uh, but how did you get a haircut in these i cr- went to i went to a a soft open for the guy that cuts my hair and we had i got my temperature checked at the door i wore a mask the whole time I washed my hands as soon as I got there and then sat in a chair with my hands uh my my arms crossed the entire time mm-hmm. and then uh the guy who cut my hair sanitized everything. It was, oh, wow. it was a it was a complicated process. It's a new world now. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't just it wasn't just a haircut. And it, and the guy that cuts my hair is like a one person salon, so there's no other oh. people in in the haircut place. It's just a little room, like a sola salon. Mm. Well, there you go. Yeah, I, I was do. looking forward to seeing at you know at what <laughs> what DefCon it would it would eventually yeah, get it's, to. It's great. I know. I thought about <laughs> I, I, th- I thought about because you're you're not the first person to say that. And now there are streams and stuff I've done. People are like, oh, I wonder what it's going to look like next time. Um, and I thought about like ransoming it off to say I will cut my hair unless <laughs> unless people donate X amount of money to Game to Grow. But I thought maybe I should just get a haircut. <laughs> I definitely recorded a video for something, and I. And this very long hair, and I saw the recording of the video, and it's shorter than it is now even. Um, and I was like, "Oh, I really need it. <laughs> I really need a haircut. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I had gotten a haircut before I recorded that video." Well, well, gravity's got all sorts of things on your hair, John. It's, it's basically just pulls it down. I have yeah. like the straightest hair in the world. Yeah, um, it, it, you just are looking more and more like uh, one of the emo guys on South Park. I think I could do it if I if I left like this chunk of hair long, yeah. and then just cut all the rest of the hair. I'd basically and, become the guy from AFI. Yeah, some eyeshadow. <laughs> yeah, some eyeshadow. A little upside down cross on your cheek. You know. Yeah. yeah. There you go. My, my hair was long enough to I could pull it down to my mouth. That's how long it was. That's yep. how that's how straight just, up it was, it was off up. the top of my head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had I had bangs like that a decade ago. Yeah. Yeah. 
You can uh, go to there's on the website some or a website missionary Facebook page maybe early pictures yeah. anyway yeah oh man hair. That, that, I had, that, it I wasn't see. my whole hair it was just like the it's just the bangs down. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so cool the emo bang <laughs> um, uh, what was Adam what was the name of the octopus dish Did you say it was poop poop pool pool it's just pool Spanish pool. for octopus yeah pool. oh like did you want a name for these dishes. I don't. I don't need them. Okay, although, no, although, can I just say, uh, Lee Pies took on a whole Lee life pies. of its own <laughs> yeah, in yeah. our in our previous campaign. I so. don't think this one. Yeah, because it's just like I'm sure they just they just cook it. You know, it's like oh raw eel tonight, and then they add the ingredients. You know, they there's, there's got to be a name though. You know, unagi that kind of thing. Oh sure, sure, sure. Because the your your race has its own language, and yep, so yep, yep. That's okay. true. This is a common dish of your of okay, your one second people. He's Googling random letters put strung <laughs> together. Or no, he's looking for like the Nigerian word for eel. It's called, okay, it's chelly. Chelly. What, what, what language is that? Greek. Uh, chelly. The, the, is, it, is it Greek for it's eel? C-H-L-I. Chelly. That's Greek to me. <laughs> so he likes some chelly. Chelly. I'd love some I love me some chili right now. Right about now. Well, my uh, favorite food to make is uh, is actually I, I'm I'm a huge sucker for lime. Anything with lime flavor and cilantro, so much so that I would very be very happy just dipping pieces of cilantro in lime and eating them. Uh, <laughs> like I love those flavors. There's something about those flavors that I agree. That I, I absolutely love. Um, and uh, so my favorite food to make is um, ceviche. Um, and if you don't know this, ceviche is not actually cooked. It is a fish that is steeped in, in lime or lemon juice um, and over, over a period of about an hour. And that acids in the lime and lemon cook the fish in the ceviche. Um, sea urchin ceviche. <laughs> so it, it is. It is one of my favorite dishes to make, and it's absolutely one of my favorite to eat. And actually, the reason I learned how to cook it was because I hated going to restaurants, and ceviche is always so expensive. And then they only give you this like tiny little bit of ceviche, and literally all I want to eat is lime juice and cilantro. So <laughs> I want to eat like a, a huge bowl of ceviche, which is probably terrible for me. But you would I love, love Peruvian it. restaurants. Yeah, like do they use I a don't lot know of those if, if around here, but like in Peru. Ceviche is huge. It's probably the main food in Peru. It's so, so good. When yeah, when you order ceviche, it's not like a little appetizer. It's like a dish full yeah. of what you love. That's what I. That's what so I want. Good. We should go to a Peruvian restaurant. That'd be yeah. that'd be wonderful. I have to track that down. Yeah, that would be super cool. Super cool. Um, I think there's so a Peruvian restaurant in Ballard. Is, is there? there not? Well, I'm not just googled the it. There's Don Lucho's food truck. <laughs> There's San Fernando's roasted Peruvian chicken. Where I've been there. Where is that? That's down in South Seattle. Oh, okay. I mean, the, the I places I've had place. it are in Peruvian restaurants in Colombia. So I don't <laughs> know around here where they have so Step one. So oh, maybe is go to Colombia. <laughs> no, there's, a, there's kind of a famous one in uh, Burien in uh, White Center, I believe, El Pique. Oh, that's close to where I live. I'll have to totally check that out. Yeah. Oh, um, smokes. It's time. Some, Someday when time to get some ceviche, Adam. Yeah, yeah. Let's go do it. Let's all go get some <laughs> ceviche right now. Oh wait, wait, wait. Let's maybe play some D and D first. You guys will play some D and D. Yeah.
So, um, actually, Kirk, would you be willing to recap a little of what happened in our game? We did a lot of world building last time, uh, so you don't necessarily need to recap all the world building. Yeah. Um, but let's uh, do you remember what happened sort of towards the end of the session yeah. uh, for our story? So the three of us players are at a funeral for a mutual friend of ours, and the three of us don't know each other. Gerkas, Ulian, and Uncle Blaze are strangers to each other who are, I think, some of the only people at the funeral, if I'm not mistaken. And in the middle of the service, a or no, someone uh, is uh, uh, officiating, and they give us three a map to a that's supposed to lead us to an artifact, something that all of us are looking for. And as all of our, I think all of our hands are grabbing for it, a bunch of thugs or guards or someone rushes into the room and is about to attack us. So, um, uh, absolutely. Um, To clarify a couple of points, uh, you're outside. Um, So the whole funeral is actually happening outside. And it's worthwhile to mention, I didn't say this last uh, session, but it is actually raining. It's sort of lightly drizzling. Uh, on you guys as you're outside, appropriate for the for the setting, um, and also there at the funeral is Lily, who is apparently um, the the guy whose whose funeral you're at. Um, Thwar. Uh, Thwar. Thwar. Um, Thwar. Uh, his his daughter uh, is apparently Lily, and she is here at the funeral as well. Um, and uh, Gerkas had sort of intimidated one of these guys that was clearly aiming to attack you um, with, a, with a glowing laser fist. Um, and then uh, they decided to start attacking you, and one of them pulled a knife out and put it to Lily's throat. Uh, I'd also like to clarify, who has the map? Because the three of you all sort of reached out as, as this attorney was handing it over, and it was gifted to all three of you. You were all named in the will for a single map. And I'll say it's, it's all folded up, so you don't actually know what it's a map to. You just know that it is a map. Um, and what did he say? He just said he wanted you to have this map. He said he, he, he left for you this map uh, mm-hmm. and then named, named specifically the three of you. Yeah. Um, and then sort of handed it over. And I'm imagining, just because I'm sort of picturing the layout of the, of the situation... Uh, that actually Ulian was the closest to the um, attorney, but you were all close enough to be able to sort of lean over and, and grab the map if you if you and, wanted to do so. And to just metagame a little bit, because maybe the listeners are interested, is for my character, Uncle Blaze, he is in charge of a warehouse and an artifact that was taken, a key, if I'm not mistaken, correct? That is correct. And it's a key to a larger artifact thing. And because it was in my warehouse under my care and it was stolen uh, to uphold the integrity of my business, I'm now actually several of us in the family are venturing off into different areas. And I decided to go north to this town in, uh, see, the Ringdoli, Ring, Ringo D, Ring, Ringo, Ringo Die. Um, and. Rigatti, Ringotti. Yeah. yeah, and because I have an old friend who knows a lot of things of the underworld, and so when I got here, he he was dead, and then I'm being given this this map. 
Uh, Gierkes, what led you to this town, to this funeral, and this fella th- thwar? I have been exploring after uh, going on my 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 youthful uh, journey, my walkabout away from the monastery, where I'm I am told I need to uh, experience the world and bring something important back to the monastery. So um, Gierkes met, actually met Thwar at an open mic night, where he was he was. Um, reading some poetry that uh, Gerkes thought was, was pretty meaningful and beautiful. And so they, they became fast friends. Um, and then had, they had lost touch. So it was sort of a surprise that Thwar uh, invited Gerkes to this, this event, considering they, they weren't, it's not like they were family or anything. But uh, Gerkes is sort of raised and belie- uh, believes that he is uh, important because he is a gold dragon dragonborn. Um, so he has this sort of uh, belief that he is um, maybe better than most people, um, certainly better than other dragonborn, but maybe also like they sort of have this um, – to say he's a dragonborn supremacist would be a bit strong, I think. Um, but to, uh, to certainly a little bit of like um, – he's very confident and willing to take up space as a dragonborn, thinking that this is his responsibility to uh, take charge. And he is coming to the funeral because he was invited to the funeral? Yes. I got it. And Berto? Julian? Why is he here? Um, so, it, as a reminder, I met uh, Thwar. I met Thwar at a library um, a few years back because, uh, you know, I was doing research. He overheard some stuff. He had some information that could be useful. Uh, it turns out we, we shared a passion for knowledge, and he was a very knowledgeable and connected person. And I had deep knowledge in some areas, which he found interesting. Uh, recently, um, <clears throat> I actually got an invitation to this to attend this funeral, and I was very sad uh, for his passing. Okay. So did I get an invitation, too? Did Uncle Blaze? So yes. he just thought he would, two birds with one stone, go to this funeral and also try to find out about the... Artifact. I think when when you went searching for Thwar to to talk to him about about um, what he might know, um, you sort of found out about about the funeral, okay. and pretty shortly thereafter, basically a letter arrived for you, okay. um, saying you're you're invited to the funeral, and you don't know whether or not the letter arrived because they found out you were asking about him, or whether or not it was already on its way to you. But it's also possible that Ulian got beat up by. Uh, some of the folk that stole the thing from um, from Kirk's character. Uh, sorry, Kirk, what's your character's name again? Blaze. Blaze. Let me write this. Blaze. Yeah, because he was, uh, he was, you know, he ran into some bad individuals and then they attacked him and they were carrying some, some something where he recognized the symbol on this one box. That was the, the individuals had, had the box that, that you recognized the symbol? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. So there, there clearly is some kind of connection, although your characters haven't really spoken about any of this yet, so you don't really know each other's connections, even to Thwar, but certainly not to maybe this other artifact thing that is going on, at least not yet. Um, so when the map is handed to you, uh, all of you have a sort of vested interest, at the very least a curiosity, to find out this is a map. He said map. He said the word map. Um, and and is handing you a folded up, uh, old looking piece of paper. Um, and can, uh, can I I'm try to slight of hand grab it and 
replace it with something else? Um, you could try to sleight of hand grab it faster than anybody else can grab it. Okay. Uh, but in the circumstances that it is, there'd be no way for you to like swap it out. Okay. Uh, in a convincing way, like uh, especially because you didn't know you were getting a map. Thing. <laughs> so like you couldn't have, you couldn't have made a fake uh, or anything like that like okay. super fast. Uh, but yeah, you could totally grab it before anybody else does. That, do, that want, totally do we want to role play what happens? Because obviously, Ulian would be like pedantically claiming that. Well, he's uh, the map. It should be mine. I, 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 I mean, I my hope it. is is that I can grab it without it being super obvious that I grabbed it. I don't know if that's possible. So, um, well, a, a par- part of the larger issue here is the guys are about to attack us. Correct? Yeah. Okay. So if I feel like I can, in a split second, just kind of uh, act like I bumped into it and people think it went flying and instead I actually, you know, pocketed it. That's what I'm going to try to do. I guess that's what Oh, I'm I see. To. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, it does look like a folded up piece of paper. Um, it wouldn't be convincing if anybody saw a close, close look of it, but if you basically like bumped and like tossed it into the, the... It's currently an open grave right now with the casket in it. So if you sort of bumped and tossed, the, tossed a different piece of paper into the casket, right. that might look like... Uh, it was the map or something that that went fall, falling into there. Oh, so 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 this guy's reaching out with the map. With the we don't know it's a map. Mm-hmm. No, we do. Know you, know, you do know it is oh, a map. Do know. You don't know what he's it reaching goes out to. with a map that's a folded yeah. piece of paper, and I'm probably about to reach for it. And out of some the side comes this individual I haven't met, and yeah. bumps into the dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, actually, and, I, I and think... I'm, I'm gonna and I say something like. Um, I say something like, "Oh no, there's hoodlums about to attack us," and I, you know, I act like I'm bumbling and I don't know, or I don't know these these guys are bumbling. Or no, wait, <laughs> oh no, we're about to be attacked, and I, <laughs> and I try Pardon to bump into me. Yeah. So, for clarification, I think you're bumping into Ulian, not yeah. into the attorney, um, as you're grabbing this. Okay, um, roll me a sleight of hand check. Okay, and Ulian. Mm-hmm. I want you to roll me a perception check. Can I, I also a, roll perception because I'm going for the map too? I got a 16. Um, yes, but I'm going to give you disadvantage, uh, Adam, because Gearcus is the one who notices the, the oh, that's true. attack and, and who was sort of intimidating the other guy. Um, but you could, you could notice two things, uh, so you could totally notice that as well. So, Kirk, uh, you got a... 16. 16. I got a 20, 15 plus 5. Okay. <laughs> We'll, we'll play that out in just a sec. And you got a what? Eight. Okay. Oh, no, nine. And... Sixteen's pretty good. Okay. Um, uh, so what happens is, Gearcast, you definitely don't notice the switch. Uh, you, you see the whole other part, you know, him bumping in and, and grabbing the, the, you know, or, or at least uh, uh, reaching towards it, and then you see the paper flat kind of fly into the into the um, uh, grave. Uh, Ulian, you, you notice the switch. You notice, like, just, just really slyly, he sort of grabs, grabs the paper and tucks it into his sleeve and, and drops another piece of paper. Uh, you can see that. Um, uh, and um, Uncle Blaze, um, you're kind of watching the other people around who are clearly pulling out weapons and, and about ready to attack. Yeah. And you're, you can see their eyes follow the paper into the, into the grave. So you're pretty sure you at least fooled them. Okay. Um, but I'll also give you that you can tell that Ulian was not fooled. Okay. 
Um, now, you guys have just a, a couple of split seconds to roleplay out that interaction before, okay. basically, that guy pulls the so, dagger out and holds it to Lily's throat. So, I, so I'm doing all, and I'm looking around, and I look at Ulian, and Ulian must be looking at me kind of like... I, I reach down, like I look down, and I, I kind of like, whisp, sort of whisper to you, but in a strong tone. I go, excuse me. I, and, I, and I say, and I grab Ulian, excuse me too. <laughs> I'm just sounding like an old person. I know you told me not to break character, but. Uh, no, no, you can, you can Davis, break. Just, Davis, just dive back into it. Tell me how to do this voice again. Do so, okay, I got it. Uh, uh, hey, thank you, thank you for, for catching me, young man. And I, and I wink. And I go like. Okay, actually, let me ask you a question, uh, Adam. Has he noticed that they're about to be attacked? Or uh, that they're yeah. Being attacked? Okay. Well, I think you're about to get it, but he definitely. I'm, to I'm gonna okay. say. I'm gonna say that uh, uh, Blazonard did notice. Okay, because um, like and, the and fact he, is, he calls it. I don't know you from Uncle Harry. Totally. And so for all I know, you're with the bad guys. Totally. So your wink means nothing to me, and I'm like. You know, and I'm like offended by this thing, like okay. you know, because I'm like I, I I'm the map person. I would belong. Uh, this belongs to me. So, anyways, so he goes like, uh, I don't understand. This map was meant for me. Okay, um, I'm trying to. So the lay of the land is we're outside and there's a grave. Mm-hmm. And how deep is the grave? Um, the grave is I guess six feet deep. And is there anything else around the grave? So um, only, the only things around the grave are uh, the coffin has now been lowered all the way in. So the coffin's actually all the way in the grave. Um, and around the grave are the three of you all sort of standing shoulder to shoulder. Um, and then next to um, uh, at, at sort of the end of uh, one end uh, of that is uh, Gearcus. And Gearcus is standing next to one of these these other people who are who are about to attack you and on the other side of the grave across from you you're standing on the long side of of the grave on the other side of the grave across to you is lily and there are two of those two more of those people and then there are a couple of more that are behind you um have sort of effectively surrounded you uh with the grave in between you and then two um uh it would be the order uh would be uh gearcast to the left to the right uh then it would be um uh, Blazonar, and then Ulian, and then the attorney standing at the head of the grave. Yeah, so I mean, I'm going to assume that this guy is with these bad people. So I'm like, okay, uh, you know, I'm quickly going to switch from being offended to like, you know, like, whoa, you know, you're attacking me. Like, you know, let's fight or whatever. <laughs> um, so, so, I think, so, right. Yeah. Oh, so, so, so you say like, um, uh, you said, you so said what you I were just saying. Said, I just said, I don't understand. This was meant for me. This map was meant for me. Um, and then at that point, the guy across the, the thing, so uh, while this is going on, uh, this is where Gearcast is sort of threatening the guy across the way that he sees uh, uh, stepping in a, in a very uh, suspicious manner. Um, and then the guy across the way uh, grabs a knife and pulls it out and puts it to Lily's throat and says, uh, hand over the, the map in the ring uh, and no one needs to get hurt. And then the guy right next to Gearcast us, uh, basically pulls out a knife and goes to attack him. And okay. I'm going to have everybody roll initiative now. Do we know what ring he's talking about? The ring was uh, the signet ring. It was apparently uh, Thwar's signet ring um, that uh, was given to Lily. Oh. Damn it. I don't have any initiative bonus. 12. 17. 
Uh, I think seven. Got my cool initiative. What's the point of a dice rolling setup if I don't have an initiative? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you spend money on stuff, it's supposed to improve things. Alrighty. I wanted to pay my um, way to... <laughs> Gearcast, that's going to get you going before the guy who attacks you from the side. But I can tell he's coming, so I can I can move first. I know this isn't... We're not playing around anymore. Uh, you're not playing around anymore. He has drawn a, a knife, and he is trying to attack you. Um, how... how, how uh, will you describe this, this attacker for me? It's a he, uh, you said. Is it's he, a is he. beefy? Um, is he nimble? They, they look... Um, they actually have uh, hats on. That are covering kind of their heads, and and uh, they're, they're dressed in appropriate kind of funeral garb, mm-hmm. um, uh, but they they definitely are um, are dressed kind of ready to hide themselves. They've got like trench coats on uh, and hats on, and uh, you're not getting a whole lot from them. Uh, you I think, can't you think tell he's their bicep human? diameter or anything like that. No, no, nothing okay. like that. Uh, you think he's human? Um, at least the one who's next to you, uh, the the ones who are across the way. One of them is a is a dwarf, and the one who's standing behind Lily with the knife out is uh, also you think maybe half elf, uh, like human but very very um, elven sort of features. Um, and then uh, the two who are behind you, uh, one of them has greenish skin, uh, and you don't know his race, uh, uh, but but he seems like elven but with greenish skin. Uh, and the other one uh, was a big guy. He could not hide it. Um, who who basically was like um, uh, really filling out his his trench coat and hat uh, that he was wearing. Um, and maybe you notice this early on, but they're all wearing pretty similar clothes to each other. Okay, they're all part of the same team here. So what what I want to do is he has a short sword. You said or a dagger? Uh, yes. Uh, uh, he, has, he has a dagger. He's attacking dagger. with a dagger right so, now. So uh, one thing I know about combat with a dagger is I want to close in the space. So I want to I kind of like pull, grab his hand and pull him closer to me and then punch him in the face as I sort of grapple with him. And then I want to use the, my, my uh, radiant sun bolt um, to make a ranged attack against the one who's holding Lily. So I want to like bring the guy in uh, with one hand, pull him closer to me, and then kind of elbow him in the face. And then with my other... Attacks. So I get four. I get four attacks per round. I get two um, melee attacks, and then I can, as my bonus atta- bonus action, do my two ranged attacks. So I want to like pull him closer and sock him, and then I want to use my two ranged attacks to shoot the guy who's holding Lily. Okay. Do you um, want to? Um, uh, do you want to hold him close, like you're, you've grappled him, or do you just want to like pull him and, and hit him? I want. If I can also grapple him, that would be my preference. I, I kind of want to like. Put him on the ground, sort of like uh, the way Thrain was knocked on the ground the last game. I want, I'm like, that's my my inspiration for this moment, is to like have him down on the ground, like laying on his back as I like gotcha. shoot over his head. Um, in that case, I'm gonna I'm gonna have you. Uh, I'll, I'll let you make an attack on him, and you can deal the damage either way. And what I'll do is I'll I'll let you make an extra strength saving throw there um, against his strength or dexterity to see if you can hold on to him. Uh, but you can totally, you have to see if the attack hits. So roll me modified your Modified 20. Modified 20 to hit him. Nice. Okay. So you definitely are going to hit. Um, and my unarmed strike does uh, eight damage. Okay. You have four attacks around? It's Monk. Wow. That's a Monk. 
Like one, two, three, four kind of thing? Uh-huh. Yeah. Or, I, or, I, I have, I have or a, kicks or... I can describe it however I want to. In this case, it's an elbow, but it's just an unarmed strike in the in the game. And then I, um, I because of the bunk specialty that I chose, I get these um, ranged attacks called Radiant Sunbolt. But in my mind, I am uh, an X-Man who laser. shoots lasers out of my hands. Yeah, yeah wow. <laughs> That's cool. So you're, you're a, a kind of monk who has cantrips or something? Yes, this it's, one cantrip. It's really just this one sort of. Yeah. Cool. I went to a school for the gifted. That's awesome. <laughs> they, I, they, I, haven't, they, I haven't played or seen a monk played in uh, version 5 yet, so this is all new to me. They oh, trained yeah. my body and my spirit and not quite my mind. To give you a sense of <laughs> where, my, where my attributes are, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, so that, you did eight. You did eight damage to him. Correct. And then you want to do another blow to him, and then two attacks against the guy across the way. Yes. Okay. So my second attack on him is oof. That's only an eight. That one's not going to hit. Um, we'll describe that in a second. But um, uh, then give me your two attacks against the guy across the way. Um, do you want to attack? Are you trying to attack the one that's standing with Lily in front of him? Yes. I'm, I want to, like, hit him to get him to... So I'm, so, I'm, I'm making a sniper attack here. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to make you make those attacks with disadvantage because you're uh, trying, I assume, to not hit Lily. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm trying not not to hit Lily. This, I'm, I'm making a bold choice here. I hope I don't yeah, yeah. Ex- execute our friend's daughter. <laughs> Awkward. It would um, change okay, the my direction fr- of the campaign, that's for sure. <laughs> my fr- my, oh, gosh. Um, my first attack was a nine, and my second attack was a critical fail. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> uh, roll damage on your critical failure. I'm totally you guys. I'm oh, totally God. a good guy. We've never met, um, but I'm totally a good guy. I promise right, you. Right, right, yeah. Eight damage on hopefully not Lily. Right, as Birdo okay. was saying, it's like, we. <laughs> I have to remind myself what Birdo was saying. It's like, we don't know each other. So yeah. I'm like, okay, so wait, this guy just blasted. <laughs> the the daughter, what's going on here? Oh, God. Yeah, so I I punched that guy though, so I'm not like on their team. That's pretty clear, right? Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Punched him once, and then hugged him, which is weird, maybe. So either he missed me and hit the guy behind <laughs> me, or he missed the guy behind Lily and hit Lily. Like I don't know. Let's see what happened. Um. So here's what I'll say. Oh, no. Um, you do hit Lily because it's a critical <laughs> fail. Oh, no. Um, and Lily does not have eight hit points. Oh, um, oh my God. Because okay, next she's, not, she's not an adventure. What, what so, character are you going to be? <laughs> so you killed a key NPC. All right. So, Yerkes is retiring, and so the game shoes, shoes is back. <laughs> and you get a message that pops up on your screen that says, Try you cannot it. continue the game because you killed a key NPC. Please, can um, reload not, the save? Yeah, yeah, reload, reload. 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 <laughs> um, no, no, that does not happen. Um, however, you do hit Lily. Um, and I'm going to have you describe that because you do knock her unconscious. She's not dead, uh, but you do knock her unconscious. Um, um, however, so um, uh, I will give you that the guy that you're grappling is part of the reason why you hit Lily. Like, he pulls you down when you, uh, when you hold onto his arm, and that kind of throws off your, your aim right in a key moment. I uh, hope, hope everybody saw that. That was, that was me. I didn't, right? I didn't equip <laughs> any healing spells, did I? 
So, I mean, why would you? You're coming to a funeral, um, but uh, you never well, know. Well, you I don't have you don't have any healing spells. I don't right? have. Any. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I see. I Wiz- see. Wizards, I'll wizards don't have healing. We, we oh, don't okay. have a we don't have a healer on this <laughs> on this team. Um, okay. okay. Well, um, I my I think I think you just described it, Adam. I'm gonna hold like I punch the guy and take him down, and then I hold my hand up, and then realize I'm wearing my dress robes, which have too much sleeve. Um, so he grabs the sleeve from my dress robe and pulls my arm down as I'm trying to launch the thing. Um, and so I would say this. Uh, I was a- I was actually aiming. I'm normally a really great shot. Everybody, you should just know this. I'm a I'm a really good shot in this particular moment. I was aiming. I was. I was aiming for a precision shot, like on his hand. This was like how good of a, how confident I am that I can hit this. And because he pulled my hand down, I shot her square in the in like in the sternum, just right square in the chest. Um, I will say the guy who was holding a knife to her throat is very surprised <laughs> um, uh, as he like watches as she collapses to the ground, and then he kind of like looks up at you with like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I took um, away his gambling chip, you guys. This yeah, is a tactical move. He doesn't. He doesn't have. He doesn't have a gambling chip. Right. Um, do you say anything in that moment as you're as you're being pulled down a little bit along with the guy that you're grappling? Oops. Uh, no, I think I'm going to save face. I don't think I'm going to say anything. I'm not going to say whoops or I didn't mean to do that. I think it's. I think it's a stoic non-response. Okay. All right. Um, that makes it uh, actually the guy who you're grappling's turn. Uh, he's going to try to turn the grapple around onto you. Uh, so roll me either dexterity or strength saving throw. Uh, can I? Oh, that'll work. I was going to say, can I do uh, athletics? But it's the same thing. Um, uh, Ten. Oh yeah. Okay, you beat him. Uh, he's he's he like tries to. This is where he grabs your sleeve. And I, I'm also going to say because you made a second attack against him, you like struck him in the face, and then you pulled him. You pulled his arm down, and then you went to strike him again, and he like blocked it. Uh, like he's clearly skilled. Uh, more mm-hmm. than just some some thug with a knife, um, and then he went to to go grab your your other leg to pull you down, and you like uh, changed your stance and and blocked his his uh, attempt to regrapple you, um, and that also I'm gonna say that your grapple was also good enough there to disarm him too. So you you managed to get the knife out of his hand um, as well, and he is still grappled by you, so he can't go anywhere else. I just uh, want to say, it- Gerkas is never wearing sleeves again. It's a new, new character gonna, thing. He's I'm just going to rip the sleeves he's, off. He's all rip his, next turn, I'll, <laughs> I will spend an action to take my sleeves off. It's um, muscle shirts from here on out. <laughs> yes. Um, and that makes it Bla- uh, Uncle Blaze's turn. It's my turn? I thought it was... No, 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 it's my turn, right? Yeah, I'm I way... Got, oh, I, got oh I had it backwards. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, and then in that case, it's it's Ulian, and then Okay, uh, so... Um, so I'm assuming I can do like a spell and a movement. Is that right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, most spells are a standard action. Yeah. Or it says one action. action. An, an action. Okay. One action to cast. You can also so move this is and not then gonna... cast if you want to. Yeah. Right. Okay. So this is not going to go well for our party, I think. But we'll see. Because I'm just doing what I think I would do in this moment. So what I've realized. What is that? That's the map. The little map I drew. Oh, the map of where. Okay. Show me where I'm at. So Julian right is right there. And Uncle Blaze is to my right. Yeah, and, who's and there's a guy a? behind you. There's a guy behind me. The X's are all the bad guys. Okay, yep. and and by now I'm aware that these X's are attacking me. Right. You 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 can put it together. I you you're maybe iffy okay. about Uncle Blaze and and <clears throat> where's the the gal that just got hit? She's uh, is that she's the L? Here. She's across okay. the yeah. All right, so here's what guy. I'm gonna do, and this sucks because uh, you know if I knew what I know, but so I'm a, right this second. 
I assume that uh, Uncle Blaze is with the bad guys because he just stole this map from me. And they started attacking us. And his wink only reinforced the notion because I'm like, this guy's a bad guy. So, um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to levitate Uncle Blaze <laughs> because I, I, I want to... I want to hold him in place while I go deal with this fallen uh, uh, gal. See if mm -hmm. I can help her in some way. Yeah, there's a save. It's you should uh, yeah. see the save so, you see. Uh, what, what do I do to do the levitate? You just cast it, and I have to save against okay. it. Okay, I don't have to roll something. Nope. nope. Okay. Uh, the casting levitate. Okay, so can I say a word when I'm casting it? Yeah. yeah. Usually, casting a spell involves some kind of hand motion. Okay. And hand usually, motion. words that you say. Okay, so my hands go up like this, uh, in parallel, side by side, in front of my face. And quickly mm -hmm. uh, dip down under, and I lift both palms up as if I'm lifting it myself, and I go, rise! And, and then I'm going to run over to the gal. What's what your is save, this? DC? What's oh, um, uh, let's see. Where does it say that? Uh, it should say that at the very top of your spells. When you click on spells. At the very top of my spells, it says 15 save DC. Okay, 15. And I'm just also saying a target can move pushing. Let's see. One creature uh, of your choice. Save constitution save. Uh, and my con save is a 15. 14 okay. plus 1. So that um, makes you not levitate? Right. You do not okay. levitate. Thank goodness. <laughs> All right. So... But I didn't wait to see if it worked. I just did it, and I'm running over to see if I can help the... Essentially, with the a con save, I guess I'm, like, resisting it with my body. I'm, like, and trying mm -hmm. to stay, to the you know, glued to the ground. Yeah, you sort of, like, lower your center of gravity. And center yeah, of yeah. gravity. Yeah. <laughs> center of gravity. <laughs> low center. You need a low center. That's and then you move somewhere, Roberto? Where do you move? I, I, I'm trying to run over to the fallen gal who I am, like, assuming she's not evil, so I'm going to try to help her. Okay. Uh, okay. There's two guys that are right next to like her. Like, protect her, basically. But, yeah, you can totally run. You can kind of run around. You're, you you kind of have to push your way past the attorney who is just stunned. Yeah. Uh, he, he, like, he like has, um uh, like, a uh, clipboard and stuff with, like, letters, and, and he's like, uh, and has no idea what to do with this. So you can just kind of push past him and run around to the to Lily, yeah. uh, who has collapsed onto the ground. And I think she has like a big circular burn mark, is what I'm imagining, uh, okay. in her sternum. Is that accurate? Uh, yes. They are lasers, <laughs> after all. It's it's yeah. It's a it's a it's a beam of of radiant sun energy. How how so. how large a beam? <laughs> Don't are we do talking that, like, like orange? <laughs> I would say I would say is more it, like is a, it a basketball sized oh, beam? No. Of, <laughs> I would say grapefruit. Grapefruit sized beam of, of oh yeah. my god! Uh, not, quite a, not quite a pomelo. It's a grapefruit. Was yeah. she wearing sunscreen? Is what I wanted. <laughs> That's the uh, the ultimate question. Oh, what SPF? <laughs> she's gonna have a tan after that. She is grapefruit she is a halfling too, so it, it kind of you know so cool. she's she's very small. Um, oh, and you, you know, blast you her in the <laughs> Yeah, she yeah. was already sick. <laughs> she's she's very sickly. Um, yeah, and, you know she did just lose her father. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> it on I will have some penance to do. Right. Okay. 
So, Davis, when your wife asks you later how your D&D game went, you could be like, well, I immediately killed a young girl, an innocent. That was my, that was what I did. Who had just lost her father. <laughs> yes, I, I unfortunately uh, killed an orphan. <laughs> and that was just the beginning. Oh my She's not dead yet. She's only That's mostly dead. dead. She's, She's making death like, saving throws. Yeah. yeah. Liar! She's doing her death saving throws. Liar. Um, Ulian, uh, why don't you give me a medicine check while you're over there, too? Okay. Please be alive. Please be alive. Please be alive. 16. Uh, with a 16, you can tell she's still alive. Oh, okay. Um, I thought I was going to heal her with medicine. <laughs> no. Uh, you can if, if you have a medical kit. Oh, wait, a, wait, wait. I have something. Where are my um, equipment? You probably have, like, I have a backpack. A I think it might take thing. longer than an action, though. I think it takes you have like an, a quill. I, I usually an, allow I it to be an action, but you can't heal her. You just stabilize no, her. You just yeah, make yeah. it so and she I, doesn't And I don't have a medical kit. Um, yeah, suddenly everyone's sad that Thrain is no longer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I guess so did Shushu. I got so used to you guys being like, cast heal, cast heal. You guys went from an overabundance of healers to an underabundance of healers. Yeah. I don't even think we have a healing potion among us. Nobody goes to a funeral expecting to heal anybody, so it's not like I'm carrying healing potions. Usually, the people that are in the most trouble at a funeral don't really need the healing anymore. Okay, maybe we need a (laughs) Nicholas that's a cleric or something. (laughs) (laughs) But so I can tell that she's alive. Maybe maybe that's what I wananted Lily to be if you hadn't killed her right off the bat. Turns out that she's the best healer in the world. She's this great healer, but (laughs) you have no idea yet. All right, all right. Step one, penance. Step two, get her some armor. She's still alive, um, and she is still clutching the signet ring uh, in her unconscious hand as well. Um, okay, because it was it was handed to her, and I um, see this. Uh, you do, you do. You can tell she has the signet ring. Okay. You can tell she has burn marks in her in her uh, sternum, uh, in a, in the shape of a of a circle. Okay. Um, and you can tell she's still breathing, but she's it's haggard, and she's she's sort of barely hanging on. Um, that makes it uh, Blazonar's turn. I jump into the grave and cast Disguise Self to disguise myself as Thwar. Okay. <laughs> That's a super interesting idea. Let me um, take off that, that spell right there. And then I have, I have a feat called Actor, which gives me advantage on acting like someone um, with the voice and all that kind of stuff. Oh, sorry, Kirk, one second. Yeah. Um, I have a question. Yep. I see, I, I forgot to ask about this. So I have a bonus action. Yeah. When am I able to use the bonus action? Any Anytime. Turn? During your turn. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Okay, because I have a two-weapon fighting bonus action. You can't, uh, so you, you can, can only do that if you attack with your one hand, uh, and then you get a bonus action to attack. I see, you. okay. If you cast it. a spell, you can't use a bonus okay. action to attack. There are some spells that also take a bonus action, okay. um, but I don't know if the wizard gets a lot of those. Yeah. You're, are you a wizard or shield? A shield a wizard, is a bonus Harry. action. You're yeah. a wizard. Wizard is actually a, re- a reaction. So wizard is a, or oh, wizard. Right. Uh, shield, shield is a reaction. Yeah, shield, right. shield is a reaction. So you can actually cast it when it's somebody else's turn. Yeah. Um, in reaction to, to like you or I think a teammate getting hit. Yeah, I see that. Or maybe now. that's a house yeah, rule. Reactions. No, it's teammate. Yeah. Well, actually, no. The one I have, the reactions I have are opportunity attack. Yeah. So if someone moves out of Is your that... field, do you have a weapon in your hand though? 
So you um, could you could punch someone as a inventory as, a, as an attack of opportunity. Yeah. Oh. I have a quarter staff. Okay, so you can whack him with your quarter staff if they move out of your zone without using the withdraw action. Okay. Whack. Look at you, Birdo, all rulesing up and shit. <laughs> um, Blazonar, in order for you to pull this off, you're going to need to break the coffin open. Because otherwise, Uh-oh. it won't look like... Uh, it'll just no, look I, like... I, I, I don't you, care. You know what I, I mean? Yeah. Um, no, no. So you can totally break the coffin open. So uh, I just need you to make a okay. check as you jump down and basically like try to punch a hole... Like, like, break open the, the front of the coffin and then make it look like you basically are, are okay. erupting out of the, okay. the coffin. Was that a strength check, or what is this? Um, yeah, I'll uh, make this... Um, you're not very big. And not very strong. <laughs> um, I'll make this a, uh, uh, an attack, actually. Attack, okay. Um, like an on armed, the coffin. Okay. Unarmed yeah, attack. Bring your bodyguards. You can do it with there. a with a knife or something like that if you want. Oh, okay. Uh, All right, I'll do it with my knife. Uh, a fourteen. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I think you're able to break it open, um, at least a little bit. Uh, like really seal the deal that that you're like erupting out of this out of this coffin. Okay. Uh, as Thwar. Um, and <laughs> you already know what he looks like, so you can. And I know how he yourself. talks about. I know what he talks. Uh, That's pretty, a great easily idea. Asking. <laughs> Um, and so then you like, like um, leap down, uh, break open the coffin, and then and then sit up, uh, looking exactly like Thwar. Yeah, and um, and, and is, is my is my head out of the grave or am I below the level of the grave? Um, you are still below the level of the. But grave. people next to the grave can kind of but see. But people in. next to the grave can see in. Yeah, yeah. And and I, I in his voice I say, "Stop, everyone, stop." <laughs> this is now. Thwar's voice. That's Imagine how good his poetry sounded in that voice, though. <laughs> Stop uh, it! To be or not to be! <laughs> That's ignorant. Um, you guys don't know this, but Thwar is actually going to continue to be a character in flashbacks throughout the rest of the campaign. Oh my gosh. That's <laughs> and, and I just, so now, I just, so now I have to do this You've voice sealed for the, the Thwar's Thwar fate. For the entire rest of this campaign. Well, I mean, so think so about it. You do these, these, these people are smaller than, like, a four-year-old. Do you know? Like, these are very totally. small creatures. Uh, that's, to- that's totally true. Half- halflings are... are uh, uh, or maybe the size of a seven-year-old, maybe? By the way, yeah. do, do we all... So we all saw him. This happened. This just happened. We yeah, saw yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And do we all fall for it? Do we have to roll something, or, or in our turn, do we uh, have to? Like, so I have to. You guys roll. are gonna have to roll too. So I roll advantage on my deception check, mm-hmm. and, and it's rolled against roll. your insight check. Yeah. Insight. Okay. So I got a twenty-four. Yikes! Jeez. I got a twenty-one. Uh, none of the of the guys or the attorney uh, got got high enough to see through the deception. What about you, Davis? I actually was checking some audio stuff. Let me check right now. I got uh, ten. Okay. The uh, all the all the other people are fooled. Um, uh, how did how did you wind up, um, uh, Gearcus? Ten. Okay. Everyone is fooled. Um, so you say, what was it again? It was, it was, stop, stop. everyone, stop. <laughs> um, the, every, every, there is definitely like a pause 
everyone is surprised. Oh, um, uh, quick question: Was was uh, this guy was Thor? Um, uh, was he a healer by any chance? Uh, th- like what Thor? was he? Yeah, Thor. Um, you guys all knew him as kind of a what's. Um, uh, the, the reason I re- ask is Renaissance because... Renaissance man? He never okay. really made it very clear what he did. What, um, would, would I know... Okay, so I wouldn't know, like, oh, this guy can heal her, so like I he, wouldn't be like... He didn't seem to know any magic. Okay, okay, got it. Um, I'll, I'll say that much. He didn't seem to know any magic, um, although he did seem to know a lot about stuff, uh, okay. which was which was a lot of your your relationship with him, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Ulian, uh, is that he just knew a lot, of, a lot of history and a lot of very and, interesting... And this is his daughter, right? This is his daughter. Okay. Was his daughter? Was his or <laughs> isish? Isish his daughterish. Um, uh, everybody pauses long enough for you to say something else. Do you want to add anything to that? Everyone so, just looks really surprised. So I'm looking, and everyone seems convinced. Okay, so I start. I say, "Help me out of here, young man." <laughs> or in this guy's, he's not old. Help me out of here. And I reach for uh, the first person that seems to be closest. Who's closest? Um, even if it's one of either, the other guys, either either Ulian or one of the or one of the. Uh, okay, Ulian. I reach for Ulian. Right, help, help me out of here. Okay, now. Okay, so I've I've been fooled. I think this is him. So I basically that probably means I've lost track. D- Let me ask you: Do I think that my spell worked? Do I know that it didn't work? Do I? The levitation spell. Yeah, you immediately saw it didn't work. Yeah. It didn't yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, you know. So I'm wondering, like, is this some sort of, like, mind trick that I... In other words, what I'm wondering is, would I be looking to see what happened to the other dude? Or I guess I'm maybe I'm too shocked right now by this, like, door coming back to You life. can tell that the other guy is gone. Okay. Um, so maybe he ran away. So I don't know. I don't he know. He could have run away. He could be behind okay. someone else. There's Shoot, a really he's big got guy the across map. the grave. He's got the map. Okay. All right. Got yeah. it. Okay. So you're reaching for me, right? Yeah. It's like... Okay. Thor! Let me help you up. Quickly, your daughter. Oh, no, my daughter. So and, I reach down and try to pull him. <laughs> and yep. and, pull and him I, I fall on my daughter, um, on the daughter, on, the, on Lily, and I, you know, act like I'm crying. I guess I am crying. I, maybe I knew Lily, and, and I'm like, no, Lily. And I, I'm looking up at the guards and seeing what they're doing. Um, they're all looking at each other. Um, it's sort of like a, like what the, f- and you can see one of them mouthing like, "What do we do?" I try to slide of <laughs> hand. Do I notice that she has the ring? Um, yeah. I yeah, try yeah. to, I try to, you know, I'm hugging her, and I try to slide of hand grab the ring. All right, uh, you can do that. Um, ever, all the other guys are all going to have disadvantage because they're still trying to figure out how to react to this. Um, well, I'm but probably going to think you that can roll a normal insight or, or normal perception. I, I will, but. At the same time, I, right, for right now, I think this is Thrall uh, come back to life or whatever. He's more than entitled to the ring anyway, so I wouldn't even, you know, I wouldn't be like, why are you taking yeah. that ring? You know? I only rolled a nine on my side. Uh, okay, so it's, it, not as, it's not as subtle as you want, but it, it might not look strange for you to be taking it. Okay. Let me put it this way. In, in any other context, I might think it odd that in, you know, like the first thing you, that you do is go get for the ring. But right now I'm thinking, like, Thor's alive, the daughter, blah, blah, blah. So I don't care what his hands are doing with the ring. Like, this matters okay, nothing to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so the guards seem confused. 
Uh, yes. And I look at the attorney. What's the attorney doing? Uh, he also seems uh, really confused. I pick um, up. He's actually like flipping back through like his paperwork. Um, <laughs> and you're not sure if he's looking Wait, for like a did my two reincarnation get, clause. Did my two or... o'clock get mixed up with my four o'clock? Um, <laughs> I pick up Lily and I just go, we must get her to a healer fast. And then I, I, I mean, I'm uh, thinking, sorry, while this is happening, I'm thinking I need to protect him and her from the, these bad people. Uh, yeah. So I just start, um, I, I just start a... moving like to, there's probably right. clerics nearby, right? It's a cemetery. It's probably overseen by at least some healers, right? There is actually, um, there, there are like a couple of different, uh, I guess small chapels might be a good way to put it, uh, for worshiping with, with different gods. Um, but they don't actually have clerics like round the clock at all these, at all these small chapels, but you're what? sure there's probably one or two around okay. somewhere. They, they might be in there. So right, right. Exactly. That's right. Um, the, the guys kind of are getting over their, their, um, uh, being stunned. And, and one of them shouts actually the one who's still being grappled by, um, by Gierkas, uh, shouts, um, you idiot, kill him too. Um, I guess you kill idiots, him kill him too. Um, and, uh, and they all sort of snap into action and start chasing after you. But it's enough time for you to like pick up Lily and get enough of a lead that they can't like immediately make an attack on you. Okay. Um, so now you're, now it's a chase. Uh, they're running after you and you are running through a graveyard. And I guess um, I'm running with them, uh, right? And, like, and Uli and I think you're running right along, right along with them. Okay. Uh, Gierkas, um, all of the other guys, except for the one you're grappling, all start chasing after um, Ulian and, and uh, Blazenar. Um, and since this is now a chase, <laughs> um, uh, Ulian and Blazenar, I'm going to have you roll a, um, I guess we'll make this dexterity. Um, just to see if you can like pick up some quick speed. Could it be intelligence uh, or something? <laughs> A dexterity, not, not on this one. A save or a check? A uh, check. This one is a check. A- Eighteen. Um, th- this is just how oh. how quickly you're like getting getting fleet of foot oh. uh, to get away from. Oh this no, place. Birdo. Four. Uh, oh, it wasn't a one, but <laughs> oh, but let me add my modifier. Oh wait, There's you no don't one. have one. <laughs> uh, I got eighteen. Oh. All right. Uh, Blazonar, you're, you're, uh, uh, Lily is not that light, but she is also a halfling. Um, she's not that light for you to carry. You're carrying a whole person. Uh, but she's also a halfling, so uh, I'm not going to make you roll a check for it. You're just, you know, really, really uh, hoofing it uh, while carrying something that's that's got quite a bit of weight for you. Um, but you're making some great, you're, you're taking off. You know that there's a lot of trouble coming your way. Um, uh, this is not going to fool them for forever. It really only will last a moment. So you're taking the element of surprise and using it to the best of your advantage. Uh, Ulian, what kind of clothes are you wearing? Well, I was dressed for the occasion. <laughs> I've got my best funeral robes. And they, uh, they align the stars so that I can learn from the event. Uh, they're not very comfortable. <laughs> you're kind of you're kind of tripping over your robes uh, a little bit as you're trying to chase after. So Blazonar has a bit of a lead on you, um, oh and right behind you are four very uh, tough-looking uh, uh, people who have now all drawn oh, weapons. Oh God! Um, okay. Uh, since they are spending their entire turns all chasing after you, um, okay. that makes it Lily's turn. She's going to make a death saving throw. Uh, which is a success. 
So she is. Uh, well, she's okay got to make two more. Being. She's got to make two more. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna make two more successes before she's she's okay. in the clear, um, and that makes it uh, uh, Gierkas' turn. Gierkas, you now have this guy, and it's pretty clear now who who at least is chasing who's who's on a team at least. Yeah, uh, that part's pretty clear for you. So Gierkas knows he needs to catch up with everybody, but he's not gonna get up and let this guy be. So he's going to um, use his attacks to just do radiant sun bolts on the guy's legs to sort of keep him from uh, from leaving. So it's like, right, basically it's him. like, yeah, he's going to hit him in the leg. Like, I'm not going to kill this guy probably with these attacks, but I'm going to do all four attacks into his legs. Okay. Um, what I'm going to do, Adam, is uh, I'm going to make your attacks do half damage since you're hitting sort of a non-vulnerable spot. Um, but every attack that you hit on his legs, he's going to get a saving throw um, to try to save against being crippled, basically. All uh, right. And I'll, I'll let those stack, too. So if you cripple him multiple times, I'll make that last longer and, and be more effective. Um, so can I... Yeah, okay. The, so my, my uh, first attack was 22 to hit. Okay, that definitely hits. Um, is he grappled, so do I get advantage? Um, You're grappling each other, so you don't get advantage. He is grappled. Uh, he oh. never really succeeded on the grapple back on you. Um, right. So, yeah, I'll give you advantage on these attacks. So roll me cool. four attacks with advantage. <laughs> my first attack is a 22. My second attack wow. is um, a 23. Woo. That's definitely hit. And my third attack is uh 23 again. Wow. And my fourth attack is a critical hit. Whoa. <laughs> oh my god. He no longer has legs. D&D <laughs> <laughs> Beyond Virtual Dice are my friends. So you're today. like a martial art like lethal weapon. X-Man. A straight yeah. up X Dragonborn. Um, so what, what's the damage that I should, I, I should roll all four hits? Yeah, just go ahead and roll me all, all the damage <laughs> on that and I'll, I'll have it after that. We'll wait. Um, and uh, and uh, since you critically hit, I'm also going to give you some some extra benefit here. I want to hear this described, by the way. I know. <laughs> so you can do four sunbeams in one round? Uh, he can replace it on. for any attack that he oh, does. Oh, wow. So he, yeah. he, he can do four unarmed strikes, but any one of those unarmed strikes he can replace to a ranged sunbeam attack. It's cool. cool. Um, that was 19 plus 8 is 27, um, and then plus 6 is 33 damage. Uh, and that's not including whatever you want to do for the critical. Uh, okay. Uh, did you already roll extra critical damage? No. With the critical? Oh, okay. No. I wasn't sure because it's technically a radiance or a ranged spell attack if you were going to do. Yeah, you can that. still crit. It's still a normal, normal critical. But, uh, but so I'll, I'll take that into account. Thirty-nine um, damage. So I think that you. I don't know how brutal I want to make this. I'll leave that up to you. You definitely cripple him. Uh, he is not going to chase after you in any way. Um, uh, I will say you don't just cripple him, you like permanently injure his legs. Um, and I'll let you describe what that actually looks like. Um, but, but he is like, won't be healed by a healing spell permanently. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, he, he, he made me hit Lily. 
So he was trying he to did, kill you. So <laughs> no, totally, but but it's it's a it's a he besmirched my honor. So it's much worse than that. Um, so I don't need to describe the graphic nature of it because I think that's unnecessary. But I will. Uh, um, there is like smoke coming up from from him laying down on the ground, and like a smell and a sound that is all. Uh, it's there's all 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 of those senses are are playing into this particular scene here, <laughs> um, and then I am going to get up and run as fast as I can um, to get over to um, to get over to them. And I am while I'm doing that, I'm also um, going to be ripping the sleeves off of my dress robe <laughs> so that I can uh, never have anyone ever grab my sleeves again. Um, I love it. Uh, um, I would right, also so like you're... to. I would also like to... Oh, and I already used my bonus action. Never mind. I'm going to use Step of the Wind to go faster, but I used my bonus action already. Uh, well, that guy is out of commission from this fight, at least, or at least the chase. Um, he's not unconscious, but he is... He is not going to chase after you, that's for sure. Yeah. Gerkus is running with his eyes like like a wolf, like straight ahead, like... Oh, uh, like, like... Terminator. Terminator yeah, like, like, like uh, T-2000 or, T or whatever his name is. Yeah. Could you also have given him, like, a tattoo with one of your sunbeams that says, like, don't mess with the Gurkhas? <laughs> um, Gurkhas I, I probably here. could have, but I would hate to have wasted the time doing the fine, <laughs> fine point detail. What on took that you thing. so long? <laughs> well, I had to tattoo him. <laughs> <laughs> he will forever remember that. Yeah. Gurkhas um, is here. Uh, awesome. Uh, that's going to make it uh, Ulian's turn. Uh, Ulian, these right. guys are, are quick... Uh, quick behind you, and you're chasing. And I'm realizing after... that it's that I'm being slow, so I'm going to cast fireball. Uh, well, see, I don't, I don't think I can attack. Wait, does fireball do a, an area of effect? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I see. So I can attack and all of them yeah. with the okay. distance that everybody is at. Uh, you basically could hit all four of them with. Fireball. All right, then that's what I'm going to do. All um, right. Yeah. Do I just cast it and roll my effect? Roll the dice. Uh, yeah, you, yeah, so you roll just the dice and, and you roll your dice and for eight damage. Eight d six. Eight d six. One, they, two, three, four, a... five, six. I don't even have eight d six. Oh god! And they each get to make a roll, and I think your DC was fifteen. Fifteen, yeah. Fifteen. All right. Okay, and then I have two more. Oh, but I. Oh no! Those. Oh no! Just uh, five, ten, fifteen. <laughs> Not a single one of them rolled higher than uh, uh, rolled higher than seven. Oh no. 24 plus 9. 30, uh, what is it? 24 plus 9. Thir- 33. Oh, my God. Yes, we have a wizard on board. <laughs> <laughs> you may not have healers, but you've got fire. Yeah, we've really gone the other direction with these characters. <laughs> yeah. All damage, no healing. We better kill them all before they actually touch us. Except um, for me. I mean, I'm kind of weak in all sorts of ways, so God help me. So I'll, just stand, single... I'll just stand behind you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not a single one of them succeeded their saving throw, which means they all took ma- the full damage. Oh, um, wow. And they're all kind of running after you. And I like the idea that this is maybe like a surprise moment for them, but I'm going to let you describe. Okay. They're, they're not dead, but this is definitely going to set them back okay. from chasing So first after of all, you. the way I cast this, because I'm like running, I'm like uh, struggling. So I, I do this thing where I like stop and ca- like catch my breath. I go, and I suck in air, and then I go like uh, Dragon Ball style, you know, like both both palms extended forward, and yeah. I and I go flames <laughs> with a sibilance at the end. 
Um, and the fireball hurls forward and explodes right in the middle of all of them. And they go flying off into, into different directions um, nice. as, the, as the fireball explodes. Different parts um, of them go flying. Yeah. They are all kind of on fire now. Uh, so they're not dead yet, but they are badly injured and on fire. Oh, they're not dead say, yet. Oh, okay. I say to them, as I see the fireball explode, I say, I hope you know I hate doing this. It is uncivilized, but you forced my hands. Awesome. Um, and then do you turn around and keep chasing after yes. Uncle Yes. Yeah, I turn around and keep trying to catch up sl- like, sluggishly. Um, well, Uncle Blaze, is, that makes it your turn. Can I, like, tear up my... Can I re-roll to see if I can get a better... Like, tear my fabric, too, or... You can, destroy your, you can destroy your, your fancy gowns to... to uh, uh, but they're so fancy. But they're I'm so really, fancy. Uh, can I... Uh, fine. The I'll choice just, is yours. I let I'll Adam just waddle, rip I'll just his waddle. sleeves off. I think you can, I, you can totally... I'm, I am pragmatic, so I think I need to... Uh, I need to unencumber. I just don't want to destroy them. So, like, I, I take the time to, like, pull off my... Uh, my thing and underneath I'm wearing like this like slightly inappropriate tight outfit. <laughs> so are you in your underwear like, now? Like full you've body. Like pulled, you've full like pulled you've like pulled off your dress robes and now you're in yes. you're in like a like a it's, slip or something. Yeah, it's underneath. like one of those you wear at the at the at the lodge that's got that little hole in the back for the pooping. <laughs> it's, it's long it's long underwear long that you have on long, long johns underneath the long johns. Um, amazing. <laughs> and they're, they're also blue, so it looks it looks a little suspect, honestly. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you pack your uh, your dress gown into yes. your bag, yes, uh, yes, yes. so that it it, it'll, it might get wrinkled, but it won't get destroyed. And ironically, I took probably as long as it would have taken me to just waddle over there. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, Blazonar, that makes it your turn. I'm just running to the chapel. Um, as you uh, cover quite a bit of ground um, and you make your way over to one of the chapels, and I'm going to say it's one of the, we'll say the closest one is the chapel of Corleone, uh, which is the god, the, the elf god of, kind of good elf god. Um, and uh, Corleone. Cor- Corleone? Corleone? Yeah. Don't talk to me about Corleone. Um, and you come bursting into that wasn't the, that bad, right? That was okay. No, that was good. That was a good great. One. I got to do, I gotta do this every time with my hands. Every single time. Are you gonna do that's, that's the secret is is you got to like get into the right body position. Yeah. Um, I'm really worried there, about pulling off this voice. By the way, there is an elf uh, that is there who who appears to be sort of tidying up, um, and you come bursting into the door. And he turns around and he goes, "Oh goodness, what? Uh, whoa, uh, uh, can this, I help you? This young lass, this young lass needs healing. Please tend to her." <laughs> um, and and the elf says, um, uh, jump, "Jumps into action." Uh, and he, he's he's a cleric and he's his job is to like heal and help people. Uh, and he says, uh, "My goodness, what has happened to her? Uh, please lay her down over here." Someone attacked her. I don't know. It's chaos outside. Oh, it's it's uh, uh, chaos. Uh, what is happening? I don't um, know. I don't. I just. I don't even know. And you can see I, he's, he's kind of looking out or? the door. And at that time, a fireball goes off in the distance. <laughs> um, and he goes, "Dear God, close the door! Then bar, bar it behind you." I close it. <laughs> um, and he he sort of stops and he focuses for a moment and he he is casting a healing spell. Um, oh, uh, and, sorry. One quick one quick question. 
um, when, when um, let's see, when I went to help and I, uh, I helped the fake Thor, and I, I basically said, does that mean that Kirk's character now sort of has seen that I'm on the Thor side? Like, that I'm not, one, uh, he obviously knows I'm not one of the bad guys now, right? Right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's ultimately it's up, it's up to Kirk to decide oh, it's what. it's up to Kirk. So, Kirk. What, uh, um, do you realize that I'm on the good side? That. Well, you don't know yet, but I mean, metagaming wise, it would okay. stand to reason that the three of us were not a part mm-hmm. of whatever that was a part of, whatever that was. Yeah, because I still think you're evil and that you've fled with the map. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe I am evil and I, I did flee. <laughs> Maybe I'm fleeing. Maybe this is the end of the campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Lily's dead. And he goes off on, on his own. Solo dead. campaign was just like that. The priest is able to, to sort of focus and, and you see he rubs his hands together and, and has a moment of, of like real focus and places his hands over her chest. And uh, she, she like takes a, a gasp uh, and starts to breathe again. Um, and she, she kind of comes to it and looks absolutely panicked. Um, uh, and she says, um, what's happened? Oh, I say, uh, she, uh, I say, Lily. And I, I actually drop the, uh, what do I do? What do are I you gonna, do? Are you going to remove the disguise? Or are no, you going to no, try no. to pretend to be? <laughs> no, I drop, I drop my voice. I say, Lily, it, it's Uncle Blaze. I'm in a disguise. I, I'm not, I know I look like your father, but I, they, the people attacked all of us. And so I'm here to save you we're in the chapel i'm glad you're okay and we we just need to make sure that you're safe or do you feel okay now um so i'll i'll say for clarification you've never met lily oh i haven't um, yeah you can totally call yourself uncle blaze that's your that's your uh, your okay. name uh but you 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 definitely have not met her and in okay, fact well, you did not know that thwar had a had a daughter okay well i say thwar, the same thing because i you know I, I assume she's... Yeah, a, okay, that makes sense. Totally. But she's probably um, freaked out, like, Daddy's she, she is. back! And she goes, she goes, Dad? No, uh, no. Bla- Blaze? I, what, what is going on? I'm Uncle Blaze. I'm, uh, I'm one of your father's friends. I was invited to the, uh, to the funeral. I, I, I don't understand. Did someone attack me? Yes. Yes, someone attacked you. We need to make sure you get safe. Uh, priest, sir, do you have a a room in the back that we can hide in? Um, the the priest is, is like uh, uh, room down. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, of course, yeah, yes. Oh, please come with me, please, please. Uh, this way. Um, and Lily says, uh, oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. I I think I dropped my father's ring. I have it right here. Let's go. I have it right here. Um, at what point the, do I uh, arrive at this place? The three of you go running there, and at this point uh, is when Uli and you show up at kind of the, the door. And the door is barred and locked. Um, so I'm, like, but you banging can see, on it? Yeah, the, I mean, it's not designed to really keep people out. There are windows. So oh, you I can see. easily see, like, the three of them moving further back into the... Into I mean, can, the, like, uh, can I open chapel. the door? Uh, no, because I think it got... It, got it has, like, a bar so, down on okay, the... Okay, so I just start inside. banging on it, like, let me in! Uh, Blazonar, do you want to do anything with that, or do you want to... Uh, so I turn... So do I know it's him? Do I know it's Uli? Yeah, I think you can Bible see Blaise out. Bible let me in! Okay, um... So you I can tell it's that guy. I go, you don't know who he is. Continue going to the secret room. And I turn around, and I look out the window. 
you can tell it's it's definitely like uh, Ulian, and he's now in his pajamas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Do I see anyone else behind him? Is are there people? Um, not immediately because they're all on fire, and you and... see the fire. Okay, yeah. so I I unbar the the door. And, and you're uh, still and in disguise, in. right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I unbarred the door and I let him in. Okay. Uh, Come awesome. in, Ulia. Do I know his name? Did I hear his name get spoken? I think you heard it. So okay. if you want to, if you think your character would have paid attention to that, then... come in, Ulian. Come in. Okay. And then, so I come in and I say, and I close and I bar the door again and I say, "Come on, we're hiding in the back. Come on, come." On. And I grab his hand and I okay. let's, let's go. Okay. And then as he's doing this, I, I say like, "It's a miracle you're alive. I can't." I can't believe it. And just so you know, an evil man stole your map, and we must retrieve it. Okay. How is your daughter? She, she's okay. She's doing fine. Let's let's go let's go to her. Um, and Ulian, you go along with with uh, um, uh, Blazonar, uh, dressed dressed and acting as as Thwar, uh, down into a an actually pretty pretty elaborate secret. Uh, oh, actually, I, um, it's just a closet. It's basically just a closet in the back of the of the thing that that now the priest and Blazonar and Lily and Ulian are all kind of huddled into, um, and and trying to stay quiet uh, for whoever's coming after them. Okay. Uh, and I, think- I say to so I don't know if you want to go to Davis, but I want to say something to Lily. Yeah. L- Lily. Uh, uh, oh wait, shit. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah. so I keep it the I keep it the pretense. This I keep is, so I say Lily, Lily, and I, I look and I sort of section myself off from her, uh, from the rest, and I, I put my hands on her shoulder and so and I and I wink in her. <laughs> Who knows? If, maybe people in Dungeons and Dragons don't understand fucking winking. I don't know. But I I, <laughs> I wink and I say, remind me of the plan for why you were giving us, uh, why you were giving those three fellas. The map and the ring. Um, Lily says, I don't know anything about the map and the ring. Uh, I haven't spoken to you, Dad, in years, but I'm so glad to see that you're alive. I've got to be suspicious at this point. (laughs) Meaning, Uh, like, that interaction to me will feel... Well, basically, her deception against your insight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'll roll roll, roll her deception. Uh, She's not great at deception. <laughs> uh, but she's also really confused. So not only is she not great, but I'm also giving her disadvantage. Fuck. You're kidding me. Eight. That's better than her roll. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. She got, she got a five, and she has a minus one. Oh, my one. gosh. So okay. uh, she's like, she's trying to play along. You, Bla- Blazer, okay. you can tell she's trying to play along. She's just... You're you're a, literally a professional. You're so good yeah. at this. This is what you do. And she's like, just not wow. picking it up. She's she's doing all the improv so, no nos. She's saying so no what to what you said. She's, <laughs> she's she's really not picking it up. Um, you just know that she is. Um, I don't think you can tell that Blazonar is is not yeah. uh, Thwar, but you can tell that she, she is too confused as okay. to what's going on. And whatever she said is is like, um, just out of confusion. Like she doesn't know what she's she's really saying. Okay, so at this point, do we go to Adam for a second? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, Gerkas, you come running up. Right, you watch as the fireball hits these these four guys, um, and they all scatter. 
and you come running up right as they're done putting putting themselves out. Um, I want to breathe fire on them. Uh, okay. <laughs> they, they basically turn. They turn and see you as the as the next uh, likely target, and they all turn around and then like ready their weapons and like all stand uh, ready to like block you. Um, oh, out of the fireball and into the dragon's breath. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I was literally going to try something like that, but you got it. <laughs> so they uh, they have to make a DC twelve dexterity saving throw to half the damage. Um. Okay, all right, all right. Two of them are going to succeed. Uh, two of them fail. Give me, a, give me the damage on that. It's six damage. It's only 2d6 damage. Oh, okay. Four and a two. The average of 2d6. I got six damage breathing, but I also don't really want to stop. I want to keep running. <laughs> okay, so, like, so you mostly <sighs> want to use this as an opportunity to like blast them backwards a little yeah. more. Uh, I think it totally works for that. Um, I don't care about these guys. I care about... Go ahead and describe that to me. Uh, they're like... They all kind of ready their weapons and stand in their way. and They're they're like burnt and they have patches. They're still smoldering. Yeah. I, I picture them kind of like, oh, I can't believe that just happened. And they get up and then they turn around and see me. And then I'm running as fast as I can. They're like, okay, we, we got this. We got this. And then the burst of fire. And as soon as they see the fire, like kind of like d- jump out of the way. The ones that succeeded on their saving throws and the ones that didn't kind of just get caught up in it. But they're trying to jump out of the way. From the, the dragon's breath, and Gerkas just like camera cuts to the other side, <laughs> burst of flame, and then Gerkas runs through it. Oh, nice. Awesome! I love it. <laughs> um, and with so that, cool. Gerkas, you your speed and stuff is fast enough that you're able to make it to the door. Pronunciation note: It's actually Gerkas. Gerkas. Imagine Gerkes. the word hair. Hair. Gerkas. And then a g haircus. Gerkas. 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 That's Gerkas. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so he's runs through the flames. Uh, awesome, uh, Gerkas. Uh, you show up at the at the front door um, as everybody is hiding. They're all in the closet by now. They they um, barred the door is still barred, isn't it? Yeah, and you saw them go in there, so you know <laughs> that they're you know that they're in there. Yeah. Um, do you want to stand there and and uh wait or do you want to like wait for these these guys who are pursuing you to come after you or do you want to try to break in so i know if i break down the door then i'm also it's well it's also letting the goons in and i've sort of i have have to sort of atone for what i've already done and i think busting down the door wouldn't be good i think i'm low intelligence but high wisdom and i think it's a it's a wisdom choice there to not break the door down so i think i'm gonna try the handle would you know that, like, <laughs> would you know that we think that you're evil? Well, I did just shoot Lily in the chest, so I have no idea what you think. But either way, I know that I, I probably have to explain myself. I have some explaining to do. So um, I'm probably going to try the door and then noticing that it is locked and, like, barred. It's not just, like, a lock. Because I might, you know, I might do something if I could bust that just thing over that could re- reseal it or whatever but i think i'm just going to try the door see that it's barred and then turn with my back to the to the door to just have a final fight with these guys um uh lily uh in the closet um uh turns to you um blazonar and she says dad what is going on who are these people so i finally have like half a second to think at this point 
Can I use an insight check or something to try to uh, figure out what Thwar was doing? Like, because this is all based on Thwar. He had us come, the three of us, to this very small funeral. And the attorney was handing us this map and this signet ring also? Uh, Yep. He handed the signet ring to the daughter. Oh. It's like she gets the ring and we get the map. And you get the map, yeah. And so I am – so can I use – or can you just tell me, is Thwar a smart, good person? (laughs) Yeah. Let me put put some pieces together for you, at least of what you know about Thwar. Um, You know that Thwar – you and Thwar were tight enough that he – that he – you you knew quite a bit about him. It is unusual that you don't know that he has a daughter. Um, That is pretty strange to you. Um, uh, Because you you spent a significant amount of time pulling capers and and doing things together. Um, You can look at her until she's young enough that you haven't seen Thwar in quite a long time. Uh, and there were periods of time where you just didn't interact with each other, you know, years that went by where where you didn't see him for a long, long time. And then you would, he would show back up again and you would have, you know, some caper or adventure together. Um, in every moment that you ever interacted with Thwar, he was nothing but trustworthy. Um, he was loyal. He was, he was um, uh, as close as you could call a friend. Uh, and there is no reason that you would ever think that Thwar was not on the up and up in some way. Okay. Um, however, um, you know that this is another one of those lull periods. You haven't talked to him in, in quite a long while. Um, and uh, when you heard about his death, um, I'll say that the circumstances surrounding his death seemed very fishy. Um, apparently, his apartment burned down, um, and he was caught in the blaze inside of his apartment. Um, no pun intended. Uh, and... He, uh, it just all seems really fishy. One of the things you knew that, that um, Thwar was good at was that he was, he, he was a, a brilliantly dexterous, uh, great, I, at, for lack of a better term, a treasure hunter. Um, like, he, he was great at history. He was wonderful at, at uh, finding his ways out of, out of sticky situations. You can recall an instance where um, uh, you and him had... Uh, stolen a, a bunch of merchandise from from someone else, and you watched him leap up on onto um, uh, uh, shipping containers uh, to make his way out of a, a window high up in the air. Like this guy um, doesn't seem like the kind of guy that that would have been like caught in a burning apartment and and perished as a result. Um, so the whole thing seems a little a little fishy to begin with, um, and and it's clear that. Th- that he was keeping maybe more secret from you than, than you originally thought, but you don't think that he was doing so in a way that was, that was malicious. He was always a tr- good and trustworthy guy. Okay. A, a, sorry, a, a couple things. Uh, one, uh, I, I'm going to want to cast detect thoughts on the daughter because since I just noticed that she was being weird, I, I just want to know what's up in her head. Sure. And two... If I did, I know that he was caught in a fire. Uh, yeah. I'll so say when that, when the funeral happened, all of you knew Thwar long enough okay. that you you found out the circumstances of how he died. So, so I think that now that the situation is calming down, given that I am, you know, quite intelligent, I I'm going to be well first super curious about why this person is 
why this person that I hadn't met or knew that he had a dog, blah, blah, why is she trying to deceive right now? So I'm going to mm-hmm. detect thoughts. But also, I'm starting to be like, wait a minute. I thought he was burned in okay. my head, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> uh, so, so casting a spell is a very noticeable thing, by the way. So you go, yeah, you yeah, go yeah. blah, 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 blah. Oh, I see. And so you can't just, like, I can't, oh, turn on I see, a f- I see. But, you know, if that's yeah, what you yeah. want to do. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Especially okay. in a closet crowded with a bunch of other people. Yeah, yeah so um, I can't, okay, I see. <laughs> so sometimes you can, like, you can, like, turn your back and be like, and then, like, turn back around. Yeah. Uh, you can get away with that. In this particular instance, you're not going to be able to cast a spell yeah. without that. Mo- most that spells notice. involve you going into your component pouch, picking up little, like, uh, rat's tails and stuff, waving your hands and saying a bunch of Latin. I see. So when I would do this normally, it would have to be like, um, unless it's one of those spells that's not like that, which I'll look up. Well, for the duration, you can read the thoughts. When you cast a spell, as your action. Uh, so you see a V and S. You see those symbols. Yeah. So V is verbal. S is somatic, yeah. which means moving, and then okay. M is material, meaning that you okay. reach into so a it's, bag. So it's more like we, like. The person or the creature knows that I'm about to try to detect their thoughts, and they won't. No, be able they, to... they don't necessarily know the spell you're casting. Actually, oh, that's I a see. skill. They just know you're casting a spell. I see. Mm-hmm. I see. I see. Yeah. Okay. And, now, and you, you could you could bluff that. I you could, could bluff say it. I'll, I could be I'll like, cast a spell to protect us or right. something yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cast a spell. okay. Yeah. And and I'm aware of all this, obviously. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So then I am going to want to try to to bluff a, a detect thoughts here. Okay, so that's uh, a so deception. I, that's a deception yeah. based on. I think what I'm going to say is, I think what I'm going to say is, um, 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 I will protect us in the meantime. Uh, you know, um, and then I pull out whatever it is, and then a I copper go, piece. It's a little yeah, and then I go like, um, so penny for your thoughts. That's why they have a copper piece for the tech thoughts. If, oh, that's great. <laughs> if I may, given the situation, detect yeah. thoughts also allows you to tell where people are. Because so it allows you to like focus in on one person, but it also allows you to like tell if there are thoughtful people within a certain vicinity. Yeah. Um, uh, also, I so, think that I could probably have what I what I actually uh, what I cast the the words I use. I could I could do it in a way like for example, the words are uh, uh, now tell me what's on your mind or something like this. But like. I could make it seem like that that wasn't part of the spell, you know? Well, no, like, it's weird, arcane words that you would oh, have to I be see. an expert to... I see. That yeah. maybe someone could tell the spell, but it's not in common lingo. Okay, you know what okay, I mean? okay. Ultimately, I, I'm pretty loose with the words that you use. Okay. When you want to go, like, I cast fireball and I shout fireball, okay. that's cool with me. It doesn't matter. Um, so, so I'm just going to say, like, okay, I will cast something to protect us. Those land. Ah, sweet. Um, so can I do like an Arcana check to see if I know? What yeah, you... give me give me uh, an Arcana check. I do think I, have to roll I think um, it is technic. Uh, you know, it's technically a buff, but you're really just saying I'm casting something to protect us. So yeah. there's no way to tell that it's a bluff unless you can tell what the spell is. So okay. roll an Arcana check, uh, Blazonar. And... I rolled a natural twenty, so twenty-two. <laughs> Jesus. I mean. Um, we're... We're supposed to eventually be on the same team anyway. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, of it's course. So I'm just saying Jesus about your role. <laughs> I know. I, I don't um, think I've ever rolled a natural 20 in any game <laughs> we've ever played until this moment, by the way. Um, you, you can tell what spell it is. Um, okay. 
you can discern what you want from it. But what I'll say about the detect thoughts is, yes, he can use it to sort of tell surface thoughts from somebody. Um, but he can also use it to tell if, like, someone's right outside. So, like, he can tell, he can detect to see if there are people around right. that he can't see. Right. Um, so you, it's not a terrible sense. spell to cast if he's trying to protect you. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. There's that a very guilty dragonborn right outside this building. Right. Like, he can now tell that the dragonborn is right outside okay. uh, who yeah. feels very oh, guilty. Oh, interesting. It's got okay. this really sort of really guilty I, I, sort of vibrational quality to my thoughts. Now, it does say, like, you know, you can focus your mind on any creature with, that you can see within 30 feet, which so I was definitely going to focus on her. Mm-hmm. And my, Yeah, anyways. Yeah, you can totally do that. Yeah, so uh, you can see as an action what is most on your mind. So actually you have to wait until your next turn, technically, because you use your action to cast a spell. Yeah. And then on your next action you could focus yeah. on one person to kind of discern what they're Okay. what they're particularly thinking. And then you can, every, as an action every turn, you could switch to a different person. Actually, but, it says when, when you cast the spell and as an action on each oh, of your okay. turns. There you go. So you can do it as you cast the spell, and then you can do it again on each of your Right, right, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so I, I guess, because it says you, you, you initially learn the surface thoughts, blah, blah, blah. As mm-hmm. an action, you can either shift your attention to another creature's thoughts or attempt to probe deeper. So, so I was literally just going to ask her a question, but... And then detect surface thoughts. You can totally yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you want to, on your next turn, you can go deeper than that. But okay. she will get a saving throw against you going deeper. Okay. So I was probably going to do the cast, and then turn to her and say, "Like, now tell me what's on your mind." Um. Uh, I think she's. Um, she says, "Well, I'm I'm confused. I was at my." father's funeral and now people are trying to kill me um and she kind of reaches for her sternum and kind of rubs uh mm-hmm. at, at the stern at her sternum uh and she says and i don't know what you you are doing here either did you know my father so, I'm so wondering is, if, is she if, saying yeah. this out loud or is she saying this in her mind um she says this out loud okay. so i'm wondering if i'm thoughts. able to detect any anything odd in her surface thoughts as she's saying this oh i see right um, what you detect in her surface thoughts are, um, she says, she's saying to, to herself, sort of, um, is, is like, I don't want to die, um, <laughs> and um, I don't know who these people are. Can I trust them? <gasps> um, That's huge. And, uh, and she, uh, she's also saying, um, it's just like dad to leave me like this. Okay, shoot. Okay, so when I hear that in my head, <laughs> I immediately now, I, st- I, I now put two and two together, I, I, unless I have to roll for something, but basically like, I'm like, wait, I thought he was supposed to be together. burned, and how did he come back? And then that's not him, because she doesn't even recognize him or whatever. So I'm like, I'm like okay, that's not Thor. Thor. Yeah, I think you can totally put those pieces together. Um, I guess that makes it... Uh, we skipped everybody. Uh, I guess that makes it Blazonar's turn again. Okay, so I open the door and I peek outside to see what's going on. So outside you can see... Uh, I mean the door see, of the closet, you know. Yeah, yeah, you can see it's not a very large chapel. It's like a small, like long space... Uh, it's really designed for like small small gatherings of people, um, and 
Uh, on the other end of the space is the front door that you kind of came in with, and there are windows that are right there, so you can easily see kind of right out right out the other side of the front door. Um, and you can see, uh, you heard um, uh, uh, Gyarkas, uh, uh rattling the door and you can see he has like turned around uh and he's striking a pose as you can watch the the four guys who are who are kind of hobbling uh and making their way and are 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 basically like walking towards him with with like crossbows and weapons drawn uh and it's basically like gerkas like standing in front of the door against four foes uh that he is like preparing to fight He's sleeveless now. You see his rippling. Yeah, he's sleeveless. He's ripped his sleeves open, uh, and you can tell he is he is like clearly prepared to fight these yeah, the, the, these uh, the four guys. Robe is not the only thing that's ripped. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Kirk, uh, and their clothes, I, I, their clothes are also like burnt, just burnt up. They don't have hats anymore. Um, uh, they are all uh, clearly ready, and you can tell these these other fellows are also muscly. They are clearly fit. They are they are capable guys. Uh, not only did they survive that fireball, but they. They clearly are like um, more than just your, your random, you know, street thugs or anything like that. Mm. Uh, Kirk, one question. Oh, sorry, because you did end up figuring out that I was casting yeah. deception. Or uh, well, you uh, don't know that your character doesn't know that. No, no, I know, I know, I don't know that. But you know that I was casting detect thoughts. Uh, detect thoughts. So are you? I'm not aware that you're that you're. I would be aware if you're trying to get into my mind. Because I would get a save, and there's probably something in there that says it succeeds. Either way, the target enough. knows if you're probing into its mind. Right. I, so, I'm just wondering if you're smart enough to be worried that now I know that. that well, you, you don't know. You know. Yeah. Ah, okay. It's all in my noggin right now. Okay. okay, okay. Char- <laughs> character and all. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, okay. So so I look outside and I see that, and I say. I turn to Ulian, and I and I drop my disguise. I just drop the spell, and I and I say, and I, as fast as I possibly can say, <laughs> I say, uh, Ulian, Ulian, Thwar was a good man. He was a wise man. He must have chosen the three of us for some reason to have this map. And I, and I hand him the map. Uh, awesome, Ulian. How do you respond? It's my to turn. That? Okay. No, but but you guys, I think you. I oh, think right, this right, is right, right, role right, playing right. enough for you to yeah, be yeah, able yeah. to kind of hop okay. back and forth. Uh, so let me think. So obviously, as soon as I put it together and I saw him start moving to open the door, I started getting ready for action because I'm assuming he's with the bad guys, and we're about to die. And so the map is like secondary right now. Like I'm thinking he's about to attack us or something, or let them in worse or whatever, right? So, I guess I start getting ready to cast something, but maybe luckily, I'm not going to cast Fireball because we're like all in here and stuff. So, I mean, maybe we, we could do a persuasion check against something, or I don't know. Well, yeah, but but like I, I think you're, you're probably you're probably doing this quick enough to where like I'm getting ready to cast something, and then you start talking, right? Yeah, and, and, and so, he dropped the disguise too, and so he drops he, the disguise. So, like. so. I, I have a moment, a second in my head to go like, oh, wait. And then the, your words are clear. Uh, so I, I, what I probably do is I'm still worried. So I'm probably going to cast something like Mage Armor. Because I'm, like, I'm worried. Okay. But then I'm going to like engage. So I cast Mage Armor on myself. 
Um, you know how to tick off the different spells, right? Slots. Oh, uh, sorry. I, I, when I cast Fireball, I didn't press it, but now I've cast it. Now I've done it. And then I'm about to do Mage Armor. Then I've done that. Wait, it didn't do a thing. Those little red squares. It didn't. The little red squares? Oh, whoops. I did it twice on accident. I didn't see it. the red, the red squares were up above the fold, and then when I did um, when I did levitate, yeah, that's that a was second level spell. I think this one. Okay, got it. Yes. Okay, so I've done one second level. I've done one first level and one third level. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go nonzuma, uh, and then and then I'm going to say like I'm not reaching out for the map because I'm a little hesitant, but I'm going to say like. Um, why did you steal the map then? I didn't know what else to do. I just, it was chaos. It was, it was, I didn't have time to think until we were in this closet together. Very well. We must protect her and I know, let's go. And I, else. I know, let's go. We gotta help that fellow outside. And I close the door. I grab okay. Ulian and I pull him out and right, I close right. the door. So I'm a, a solo hesitant, but like, we're going with this. Um, as you are having this conversation and then you're, you're, um, you cast Mage Armor on yourself as well, um, the four figures are coming up to you, Gerkus. Um, I picture and- the amount of time that they were talking in there. I have dispatched all of them in a blaze of glory. And I'm like, see, I'm a good guy. Um, see? so the, the this really pile of bodies. big one, the really big <laughs> one who you can now clearly see now that most of his clothing is burned off is a Goliath. Um, oh. uh, he he uh, kind of steps forward, and they all have weapons drawn. Um, so describe to the non-D&D people out there what a Goliath is. Uh, Goliath is, is um, uh, sort of a race of, uh, I guess, uh, really, really gigantic um, and uh, ha- half-giant, I believe, is, is like the, the style of Goliath. Um, I'm actually going to look that up. Yeah, Goliath... Um, and they are uh, huge and, and muscly, not necessarily unintelligent, um, and often have sort of grayish skin um, and, uh, and are very sturdy, uh, very um, difficult to take down. Uh, and if there's anything that can stand uh, head-to-head against a dragonborn, uh, it's something like a goliath that, that stands just as tall, probably a little taller, actually. Um, and the Goliath uh, says, um, listen here, little man. Uh, you get out of the way. We want nothing to do with you. We just want the map and the ring. Uh, and we, you've shown yourself to be uh, plenty strong. Uh, we have no desire to kill you and, and rid the world of someone with your skills. I'm no man. And I punch him. <laughs> uh, I'm a uh, dragonborn. They're all close enough to you. Uh, the, uh, the Goliath. I uh, am dragonborn. <laughs> uh, he he is going to. Uh, nope. I guess I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you have this this punch. Uh, uh, um give me some attack rolls. Do you want to try to attack each of them once? They're all really badly injured. Um, my plan was to. It was this guy. This this big. There's just. Just a, it's just a thing you're supposed to do. You punch the biggest guy. Because yeah. if you can take down the biggest guy, the little guys run away. It's classic. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so I'm going to hit this big guy just square like a, like a roundhouse punch. Uh, it's a 17 to hit. Nice. That definitely hits. Um, so that, that first hit does um, 7 damage. Can I take my full, my full flurry of blows and everything on this guy? Uh, yeah. Cool. So I'm going to hit him again. I'm going to roundhouse punch to the face and then left uh, <laughs> uppercut to the, to the chin. Um, that one does t- as a uh, modified 20 to hit. Yeah, that's definitely hit. On that one. Uh, that is nine damage. So right cross, left uppercut, and then I'm going to give him a knee into the, into the stomach. <laughs> yeah. Um, and my hope with that knee to the stomach, which is a 16 to hit, no, 18 to hit, um, yep. that one does uh, five damage. My hope is that he'll kind of like bend down a little bit as I knee him, and then I'm going to hammer two-hand punch to the top, the back of his head. Give me that last attack roll. Uh, yeah, that's a critical all... fail. It's a critical oh. fail in that last hit. It was, it's, I'm getting new dice. Um, I'm getting new dice. Some, somehow uh, you hit Lily. <laughs> <laughs> you still hit Lily again. She falls unconscious again. Oh, man. And you know, this is a, a, a true test of the honor code system, because we're not in the same room, that I am telling you the truth here, because yeah. that is two critical fails in the same oh night. Oh, my God. Wow. So, so as Lily was fail. coming out of the thing, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> No, not Lily. That's going to be a recurring joke in this whole campaign is that Gerkas punches (laughs) orphans. Um, So you do knock him unconscious with the first three attacks. Um, Or you can kill him if you want, but uh, knock him unconscious. Given the the circumstances, it seems to fail a little better. Um, uh, You definitely uh, uh, hit him him once and he really reels from it. Uh, and then as you as you sock him again and then you knee him in the in the gut, he collapses down and then you get ready to to bring bring the hammer down on top of him and he just sort of like continues collapsing down uh, and then like face plants with kind of his butt in the air uh, and on his knees uh, and, uh, into the ground at your feet. So your um, critical I'm, hit is your fists go into his butt. Yeah. <laughs> but oh. you kind of you stop yourself. Um, and so, like, you realize he's unconscious, and you don't want to, like, punch him in the butt. Um, and so you, like, bring your fist down, and then you, like, realize in that moment, like, oh, he's already out. And then you sort of, like, try to stop yourself mid, mid-stride, and then you kind of, like, stumble, you stumble over top of him. I just put my hands gingerly on his buttocks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you guys come out of the door, and it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you guys, it's, ah, it's not what you think. Oh. I'm not on their side. I'm a good guy. Detect thoughts. Detect thoughts. <laughs> um, the other, the other three charge towards you. You've knocked this guy out, uh, and he was definitely the the toughest one of the bunch. Uh, the they other three, two, two of the other three charge towards you. One of them fires a, a crossbow at you, um, and uh, Blazonar, you can definitely see this from the from the window as you're as you're looking out. You see him take out the Goliath, and then. Um, and then you watch as the other three kind of come in and, and try to attack him. Uh, and you're going to, ooh, you're going to take some damage from this. All right. Um, one of them critically hit against you. I deserve it. Um, so you balance. take, uh, you're going to take 18 damage from the critical hit. Ooh. Ouch. Um, <laughs> and then another, uh, 10 damage from the other two attacks. 
How many hit points? <laughs> I have some hit points. But also, that was a lot of hit points. Um, but that's going to make it uh, Ulian and and um, Blazonar's turns. Do we have to uh, roll initiative or something? No, we're still uh, no, on initiative. You guys are still on initiative. We've been doing the whole thing in initiative. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it. Um, and uh, Lily is just still hiding in the closet, so she doesn't really say anything else. Well, we closed the door, turn. yeah. Uh, but I think I think you can totally see this. And Ulian, you can tell, like, there were five mines out there. And one of the one of them was was uh, stealing himself against uh, uh, in attacking. Okay. And now there are four. <laughs> so do I? Uh, when I sense the mind, I don't know. Do I know that it was the same one that attacked uh, Lily earlier? That attacked the girl earlier? Um. That seemed to attack the girl. I'll say yes. I don't okay. know if detect thoughts works quite that way, but yeah, I'll say, I'll say yes. You can. You I, can I'm tell. just trying to determine if when I see this person, I'm going to be yeah. Okay. So so I think what happens is I. I've now started to really assemble the picture here. There mm-hmm. were some people that were there. The map was going to be handed to the three of us. So I'm like, okay, I, uh, this is all really quickly in my head. Like, he was probably missing, and then all these people attacked us. And so I need to go and help. That's what I'm, I'm thinking. Okay. So I want to go and uh, cast some stuff to help. All so right. uh, am I able to cast through a window? <laughs> um, depends on the spell. Uh, for okay, some okay. spells, yeah. Because, I, um, I mean, can I see these people through the window? The, the uh, people coming? Yes. Okay. Uh, you can essentially see them through the, the whole scene kind of happening. If you open up the, the door to the closet, you can see, see outside. Oh, see. You can see the, the three. Okay. All this I mean, happening. I want to go. It's I wanna... not that far, so you could probably make it all the way to the window or even out the door if you wanted yeah. to in, in a turn. I want right. to uh, run and get myself in position because I'm, I'm going to cast a spell. Okay. Um you can do so from from the window, or from the, or you can open up the door and and cast the spell that way. Okay. Uh, I think. Oh, but the goal, the goal, Goliath is down. I was originally thinking I was going to do a witchy witchy bolt. Um. So. Okay. So I think what I'm going to do. Oh, I still have another fireball, right? Oh, that's so overpowered. Okay. Then sure, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast my other fireball. Yeah. So you could hit. I think you're pretty precise with your fireballs. Um, you well, but hit, because it is a fireball, I am definitely going to go outside. <laughs> just you know, I'm going to. You're definitely going to open the door. Yeah, you yeah. can't fireball through the window. It'll just. It'll <laughs> yeah, just though not even. Well, shatter the window. I guess is, yeah. is what that would do. Um, because two of them are like attacking with with swords and daggers uh, yeah. against um, uh, against uh, Gierkas. Um, you can't hit all three of them without hitting Gierkas oh. as well. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, however, you can hit one of them and the guy who's got the crossbow who shot shot at Gierkas, who's the one who also critically uh, hit. Okay. So he, well, he either hits two or he hits four. Right. I see. But 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 it might. But I, I don't want to cast it close enough to because I, I now know that this dude's on our side. So I don't. If wanna... you hit the two, it definitely won't hit Gierkas. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna aim for that. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, you can totally do that. Uh, give me All right, here we 86. go. 86. Oh, I'm going to have to buy more of these things. Oh, uh, yeah. They both failed their saves, too. I, I don't think they're making it out of okay. this. Golly. Out of the fireball, into the dragon's 12, breath, back into the fireball. 18. <laughs> yeah. 18 and, whoa. It, it, 10. 28. Wow. Yep. Uh, you eliminate those two. Uh, nice. I'll... I'll let you describe what that looks like. Okay, so as I run out, I basically 
Are these double doors or single door? I think it's a single door. Ah, oh, damn it. But okay, if, you wanna, if you want to no, burst no, it's through double it's, door style. Yeah, no, no, it's I'm, a I'm single right. door, but I go, boom, it opens, you know, like swings open, and I go, and I go, um, um, uh, thou shalt burn! <laughs> Um, With my palms and, out, and the the fire erupts, uh, <laughs> uh, blasting the the two of them uh, down, and they are down for the count. Yeah, nice. Um, <laughs> oh, let me some... click that off. I'm Blazers. out of third level spells for the day. <laughs> okay, so my turn. Yep. So I dart past him, and I as I'm running, I draw my short sword and my dagger and I shank the last guy. Yeah. Give me an attack roll with your with your weapon. Sneak weapons. attacks. Uh, 20 to hit for uh, 15 damage. Um, awesome. Uh, that's, that is enough but you can also land your second attack if you want to like okay. really well, deliver it. I, I don't get my sneak attack with my little guy. Uh, 14, does that hit? Uh, we'll say yes, for okay. the sake of, of the, six, the six story. More. And the, yeah. Six more damage. Nice. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Uh, describe for me that, that last scene. It's definitely enough to finish this guy off. As so he's, I, like, just stabbed into Gearcus with a short sword. So I, as I'm trying to get around uh, Ulian, so I, I do a little spin around him, you know, like <laughs> when, when running backs really do a good spin. And, oh, yeah. I'm, and I'm pulling my dagger and my short sword as i'm doing that and i come right at him and i have to come at the flank right so he at the side of where the dragonborn is and i and i just both both blades just right into the gut Ooh. um and uh, uh he collapses to the ground um and you guys are now officially out of combat and nice. <laughs> uh i think there's like a there's like a pause and a moment and then you hear coming from the back in the closet the priest says, are they gone? <laughs> and that's where we're going to end for the day. Okay. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, so with, sorry, with that. Quick, sorry, quick question. Yeah. Quick question. Um, just noob question here. So what is um, my plus four modifier plus seven spell attack? What does that mean in my spells? When you have so, to target someone with a spell. So like my witch bolt says yeah. hit slash DC plus seven. Okay. Yeah. So there, there are some spells. Some spells work by you just cast the spell, and then it's the job of the like target fireball. to get out of the way of the spell yeah. or resist against it. Um, and other spells require you to like be precise in your targeting, uh, okay. like witch bolt or like uh, a ray of frost or things like that, where you you kind of like have to make sure you're pointing your finger just right, perfectly at them in order to, to land the hit. Um, and so in those cases, you have a spell attack roll that you roll, and then you do it just like a ranged attack or a melee attack. Makes sense. Or a laser attack from here, or, la- or laser laser fist attacks. Yeah. yeah, where you hit the woman and turn her. And Only if somebody pulls the, the orphan, the orphan woman. <laughs> Never again. Never again will I wear sleeves. Was well, um, she also a mother? So she, she, she's also she's leaving behind a uh, small orphan. Their babies. She has seven babies, uh, <laughs> and no father. Uh, he she already also, died she also delivered a, breakfast horrible... to several people who needed meals. Yeah, and she she serves the community as a she, yeah, she <laughs> as knit hats for the homeless, serving the elderly. <laughs> Her husband had been killed by a dragonborn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. 
She did support the economy in her small way. The economy <laughs> will definitely take a small hit from yeah. Yeah. her. A lot of people are going to lose jobs yeah, as a least, result. At least a quarter of a job is going to be lost from that situation. <laughs> Tragic. But she did chew with her mouth open, though. That's yeah, the, that's yeah. I mean, to be thing. fair. She had a really yeah. annoying laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really cackly. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> Um, <laughs> with that, that awesome. uh, we'll do our <laughs> checkout question, uh, which is a spotlight that you have for somebody else. Who wants to start us off? Uh, I want to spotlight Umberto because he's really trying to get into the head of the character, which I always love. Um, as we are heading into this, it's tempting, you know, and I, I kind of fell into that where it's just like, uh, well, I know we're supposed to be on the same team, but Berto is like, no, I'm going to try to remain true to the character because Throughout my 40 years playing this game, that's always my most enjoyable part of playing the game. It's like, okay, I know I know things about what's happening, but what would the what would this character really believe? And stepping into that worldview is so fun for me to play around with. And, and I always appreciate it when other people do that, and I don't appreciate it when people metagame, when they... Uh, no, well, we're really supposed to be friends, and so let's just move past this step, you know, instead of really trying to be true to the situation. So um, that's my spotlight is Birdo. Birdo awesome. and his in-character mindset <laughs> adherence. Oh, thanks, man. Can, it, can I just say it, it is tough to do because we're walking a fine line where um, the other side of that is is that you can role-play your character where you like, I don't trust any of these people, and why would I? And I like turn around and walk away. Um, and it, it is a fine line to walk where you don't necessarily want to say, like, I trust you implicitly for no no apparent reason, uh, because I know you're a player at the table and not a, a random NPC in the world, um, uh, which is not you know very in character. Versus the other side of that, the other the other extreme, which is, I don't want to trust anybody, and why would I trust anybody in this dangerous world right. where my character is suspicious of everyone? Yeah, I've played um, with people like that, too, and it's really annoying. But a big it, part of that is the DM. If the DM sets up the story that gives the characters a reason to be together, which you did, you know, there mm-hmm. was a scenario where the NPC was giving the three of us something, and and so that's yeah. why I did that you know, in the middle of the closet, I was just like, wait, so I'm trying to piece together, do, do I think this guy's smart? Would I trust his judgment in these other two yahoos? <laughs> and it gives me an opportunity to, again, yeah. stay in character, but also play, you know, cooperatively so that we can mm-hmm. move the story along. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I can go next. The, um, first of all, let me say, it's a lot harder to play the, this character. Um <laughs> I, I have, I've appreciated why I always revert to the brutes because it, it is easier. I, I mean, I, I can just sit there and just say funny things and, and be an idiot and, and, and punch people and hit them, you know. Uh, this I'm like, what spell do I, what can I do? <laughs> Anyways, but it's fun though. I'm getting all, all geeky about it. So by the way, if I'm asking extra questions and stuff, forgive me. Just it's, A lot of it is me trying to understand what's, what's possible. Um, I, I will say I loved uh, Adam's um, martial arts today. It was so so cool because I, I was trying to get a sense of what this character is like. I don't really understand. I didn't have a sense of what the monk is like and stuff. But you were pretty descriptive with your attacks. So I was getting a really good, you know, like, and then I punched, you know, 
roundhouse punch and then I elbow him and that was awesome. <laughs> I got a really good sense of the character from that. Awesome. My it. spotlight goes to Kirk uh, for the voice. I appreciate the, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> the voice. And, and I was doing a thing where I was, because we're on camera, even though it's an audio podcast, but I get to watch you guys. And I was like watching you do the full face for the character. And I found myself mirroring you. Like I just like well, yeah. naturally. That, naturally, was, that like, was helping me actually. Saw your body language and I got into the same thing. And I just, I didn't do it on purpose. I just like felt myself hunching over and my chin jetting up because I was like so in in tune and harmony really with good. with. With uh, um, Uncle Blaze, so that's my spotlight. Was the that was really the infectious nature of of Uncle Blaze? Um, I, I think I actually want to echo that spotlight and just say um, I love everybody's voices for these for these characters. And this is going to be a lot of fun when we get into like uh, a lot of heavy role play scenes where everybody's chiming in and and role playing with each other. I think all all the variety of voices is really going to add to that. And, uh, in a really amazing way, so I love everybody's everybody's character voices in this. In this I especially campaign. got a plus one, the Kirk one, because from the previous campaign, it was hilarious. Because you know, I'd be like, and then uh, you know, you know, swish, and then uh, so I just kind of like uh, say, hey, uh, you should move out of the way. <laughs> and so this time, you're like really going for it. <laughs> well, you might appreciate that by the end of this campaign, uh, the, my butchering of various different. I mean, it kind of it kind of morphs in. I kind of do this. <laughs> you know, it's 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 getting pretty. It's a little wide. I'm but really you're committed. I mean, I'm airballing it several times. <laughs> I love it. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta wander until you can find it, right? Until I'll it falls probably right wander spot. until the end. I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I also say, uh, just as the game master, I had planned a, like a whole lot of stuff for today. Uh, and a whole lot of possible different directions that you guys could go, and none of them involved uh, Adam almost killing the uh, the important NPC um, or Kirk turning into the guy who's supposed to be dead uh, to fool everybody. Um, and so uh, basically everything got thrown out the window, and it turned into whatever whatever it was today. But I just really appreciate you guys for for um, coming up with creative solutions I never would have thought of. So I really like that. Nice. Yeah, it's sort of interesting how. In this scenario, it somehow worked out, I think kind of randomly, semi-randomly, that we all highlighted a core of our characters, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, because I was wondering, because I was, I was, I, when I took this feat, the actor feat, I was wondering, will I ever get to use it, you know? Will it ever come up? I'm, I'm guessing it probably will. And for, you know, Birdo's character to, you know, come off as the arcane powerful but smart you know and sort of a little distant from regular civilization and and for Gericus to be the badass you know guy himself fending off multiple <laughs> attackers you know what I mean? yeah that was awesome yeah. um and i you know i gotta say like uh adam johns like good job uh fending off our our craziness. <laughs> yeah. you, you don't make it easy, but you make it a whole lot of fun. Uh, so I, I appreciate right. that. Right. Just to put a fine point on it, in, in 99% of other campaigns that I have played in, if I would have tried to have done that, where I try to pull <laughs> off that I look like the dead guy, all the other dungeon masters would have thwarted that plan because in their head, they're like, well, this throws off my whole plan for today. 
and it's going to be annoying. You know, it's going to throw it's I have to now improv when I don't want to. I, I had a vision of how this would look. A fight would happen. They'd they'd dispatch the guards and then they'd have a conversation. I don't want him running. You know, this is this is bad. And so he would the DM would make sure to thwart me. I can't tell you how many times I've played in games like that. And it's it's wonderful to be in a game where you have an improv yes and dungeon master who's smart enough and creative enough and nice enough, I suppose, player-centered enough, if you will, to just be like, okay, well, I'm, I scrapped that whole plan I had. Let's see where this goes. <laughs> I have no idea what's... Because the, the other thing is Adam has to trust me not to just, like, run off with the map, because that's what I could have done. I could have been like, okay, right. I run away. Um, but he has to trust me that I, as a player, have at least some sense not to just ruin his entire uh, campaign from the get-go. You know, there's a, there's, a, right. there's a trust that the four of us have to, you know, give each other to not uh, – to, to allow other people that freedom. Right. It's in the same way of, like, you trying to steal the map at the, at the beginning, you know, for – some of this is, is knowing you as, as players and knowing that, like, okay, this is going to be interesting rather than, like, destructive to, like, the, the players at the table. Right. Um, but, but it's certainly, like, an amount of trust of being able to say, like, all right, I, I, I'll allow you to, to, to sort of swap it out and see if you can trick everybody and see, let the dice determine the successes of that. Uh, because we're we're ready as players, and you're ready as players to to roll with that one way or another. I know that Umberto can 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 run can run with it. If he's tricked, he'll he'll go like, all right, I I think that's the map down there, and he'll he'll role play and and right. uh, add that in. Um, and he also won't be offended that you stole from him, at, like you, the player, Kirk stole <laughs> stole from him something uh, in real life or anything like that. He knows that it's part of the game and it's part of the right. play. So. Which is another thing I've experienced in other games before. Where that was mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like I will I, say. But I want to be the powerful one. You know right, what I mean? Right. I want to be the guy who tricks people. I don't want to get tricked. That kind of thing. Or I had a different idea for this. You know, I will say we were lucky that it wasn't that I wasn't playing Grolo because Grolo would have just tried to maul the the dude. On the spot, <laughs> right? Like, blah, my map. <laughs> it's definitely. Let me uh, open up your head to detect stop. your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> so Grolo, the entire campaign is Grolo the wizard. Yeah, <laughs> Grolo the wizard. He, he learns a couple spells, and oh boy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Fireball is just him running in and hitting a bunch of people, spinning around as his with his. Uh, <laughs> But, and also on a therapeutic sense, I could imagine that as we play these characters, which are different than our maybe more go-to characters, that it will explore other parts of our personality. I mean, for me, I've always liked playing thieves. Like when I first started playing Dungeons and Dragons in 1982 or something, I, I sort of gravitated toward the thief class for some reason. I even created my own game called Thief just because oh, I wanted wow. I wanted more rules around breaking into a house and stealing stuff and, and hiding in shadows. There was something about that when I was in the <laughs> fifth grade that I just really thought was, awesome. was cool. And so, but it's been a while since I've played a character like that, really given a chance to be in character like that, to think like a conniving person who is trying to play people trying to manipulate the situation 
And so that's where I was kind of in this when I was at this funeral. That that was what I was playing around with. Of course, Thrain would have just been like, "Here is the map, and I am a good right. guy." And right. But now, but but it Blazonar in this situation was like, I don't know any of these yahoos. This shit's mine, and I'll figure it out later. Like I'll get all the stuff, and then I'm gonna suss this out later, and we'll we'll find out what happens. And was prepared to run off with the map if, if like, Ulian did something funny to me or, you know, it's just like, well, better right. off me than them. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> so it was interesting to explore that side because it's not a comfortable space for me to be in, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, I mean, th- there's a lot uh, to say on the idea of, of as you play, as you make new characters – you know, we've talked a bit about uh, in some of the previous podcasts about how you p- put little pieces of yourself into the characters that you make as you make choices for who they are. But when you make a brand new character, um, you have this this amazing opportunity to to um, take a different part of you or work on something new that you didn't get a chance to to do with your with your previous character. Um, and Adam uh, often likes to say, you, "You play the character you need to play." Um, and that's the the idea that you really like are going to bring up the the things that you need need to work on, or the things that are most interesting to you, or most relevant to you in the in the time period in which you're you're creating them. Uh, like um, whether or not there are aspects of your characters that are dictated by the fact that we're still in the middle of a of a you know a pandemic of of COVID nineteen. Like there's there's probably an aspect of that that exists somewhere in the character that you create. Um, and it's it's definitely interesting, especially in the early parts of character creation. You put a lot of that into the into the process that you usually sometimes you realize, but but oftentimes comes up a lot later down the road where you realize, oh yeah, that's kind of what I was doing with that with that character. I never really realized that was the case. Yeah, that's interesting. Are you trying to explore your inner Wolverine, Davis? It is something that I don't get a lot of access to in my regular life, you know, the the, the punch first, ask questions later. So maybe, maybe, maybe I just need a little bit more reflection to, to, to consider how, how I'm needing or wanting that in my life. I mean, you definitely seem to be enjoying it. Yeah. I, well, I, uh, yeah, well, Shush was just not, that wasn't Shush, you know, so yeah. this is like a particularly fun, different uh, character because he does get to like four attacks in a round that's fun yeah there's a pretty I, I big also, leap between third and fifth level i'll have to say oh yeah it's it's f- level five is a gigantic step forward yeah uh, I, I was gonna characters. add to that that the um <laughs> i was very pleasantly surprised with the fireball i know kirk had told me like oh fireball that's like but i wasn't expecting so i almost sort of imagined that um this character recently learned, you know, like he just recently became level five. He recently learned and he might have not had a chance to use this yet. And so he was like, sort of like surprised himself like, whoa, that's powerful. <laughs> yeah, you did uh, 33 damage to four <laughs> targets in one, in one action. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, the I only mean, thing that I personally found fun was when I rolled poorly on the running and then <laughs> yeah. just imagining like he was all dressed up, all proper for the. <laughs> this is I, mostly I am not a, a little. For this. <laughs> yeah, this is a tall but like nerdy bookworm, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what an adventure uh, in this small little scenario that you know into the chapel, into the closet, yeah. detect thoughts. Uh, yep. You know, Adam's outside, you know, fanning everyone <laughs> off. There's explosions and, you know, it's there's so many different aspects to what happened in that small little scene, you know. Yeah. 
<laughs> I love it. Well, nice job, everybody. Uh, yeah. It's a great great start to our campaign. Uh, we'll get a chance to see some of the uh, storyline as it as it evolves um, that I had, had planned out and we never got to uh, in, our, in our next campaign uh, when, we, when we record next time. And tune in next time, everyone. And everyone out there, keep your fireballs ready and take care of yourself because you deserve it. <laughs>